0: Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Adlaren and her two-moon sky have seen Leviathans, Dissolutions, Divine Gates, and Calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Adlaren is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drozdano, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Gerrit Eldathas, they all play parts in the world's fate, but it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries, and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery, quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or perhaps Lone Coyote is more apt.
1: Marin Veneer, a half elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder, and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, Eventually, Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair, and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later, Marin awoke, revived by the Hydling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore. Mother of the new king of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Highland Cult ever again.
2: Kit. Just Kit a shifter or elusir of the coyote totem and mildly devout cleric of savros the Balin god of mischief and wanderers originally hailing from amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the manamar and dalmaric Kit's people have always been harassed by the skull or outsiders who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young rendering himself and his brother ren orphans and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether they found refuge in Irakel but struggled to adjust to the change from subarctic to equatorial desert. Trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them, Kit's people settled in the northern savannas. But Kit never settled. Aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15, Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. Welcome to the Atlarn Adventuring Company. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Atlarn Adventuring Company. I'm your DM, Taylor Wallace, and with me I have Alicia Kelly. Hello! And Blake Wolf. It me! Hi! Uh, we're <laughs> pre-recording this, so this is going to be weird, and the yeah. hat is coming off. Um, happy Halloween, everybody. Yay! Happy we, Halloween. Spooky day! We are dressed Oop. up for some shit today. Some good shit. Yes. I hope. Um, we clearly decided with a unifying theme, kind of. It's all a little bit Victorian. Yeah. But technically, we're our characters. Yes. Or at least. Well. Uh, Alicia is Marin. Ben is Kit dressed for the wedding, let's say. Yes. He, he That's exactly what it is, actually. Okay. <laughs> and I am as close as I can get to Silas Moore. I need a beard and I need to be very tall and thin. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. And we've got gloves. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, well,
1: some of us have gloves. Bens are invisible.
2: My, uh, the Gloves <laughs> so of Invisibility. Oh,
1: and I'm also, I don't, can we say we're drinking alcohol on stream? Uh, preferably not. Okay, I'm you're, drinking apple juice. You're Yeah, you're drinking apple juice. I'm drinking I'm drinking
2: apple juice too.
0: Strawberry and grape juice. Uh, we're drinking Dizzy sodas today. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, let's get into the recap glasses. Uh, can't read with them <laughs> on. Oh, <laughs>
1: I was going to not wear my glasses but I also can't read with them <laughs> or without them on.
0: yeah that war- that doesn't look too bad All right. Um, so last time uh, you guys arrived at Arden on Anglin the 2nd and uh, you found a hurricane ravaged city thanks to the valiant efforts of Kit and yep. you know the heidelin staff um you Valiant. also Yes indeed. Uh you also arrived shortly before the Phalon caravan and got to reunite with them, though you did have to break some pretty bad news. Um Quinn pretty much adopted Marin right away and continued his fatherly oh. uh fatherly love of kit, just oh. whether or not it's wanted. Um Oh yes, uh, you guys discussed a little bit about Dolth there. Uh, you learned a little bit more from Kit's culture about him. Uh, Silas's mysterious patron. I yeah, yeah. deeply debated actually drawing the symbols on my hands and taking off the gloves at you some point. You should have! I should have, but I, like, tested it and it just bled into my skin and looked like yeah. shit. Yeah. I would have to get one of those fake tattoo pens. Yeah. Um... Alright, um, you also met Jude Connell, the elder druid in training of Haven, uh, because he was coming to pick up the Gaithahide staff, but Kenna ended up coming anyway when Jude found out that Marin was a walker. You guys had a rather intense exchange with her as she told you all you were pretty much stupid and you were involved in some shit you shouldn't be involved in, And she took the Gaitha Hyde and went back to Haven. Uh, But you do have an ally in her, or at least insofar as her attitude allows. (laughs) Um... Oh, yes, and Kit revealed that Marin, he believed, was supposed to be Kyla Uravela's replacement. (laughs) As uh, head of the Amnoblin branch of the Hydaelyn cult. Um... Marin got a visit from the Gray Lady, also known as the Ghost of Senna, and you got a nifty little enchantment on your gun, as well as an offer for a future deal.
2: The Ghost of Christmas Past. Mm-hmm. The Ghost of Calamities Past.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, that's more. Uh,
0: Marin and Quinn had a little talk uh, over some beer with uh, Costa nearby. Um, and talked about having the wedding as partially just to, just to do it because Marin just wants to do it, and uh, also to give Arden a little something to celebrate. Uh, and you did find someone to officiate, Luca, the fortune teller, who we realized was an ab- absolute fucking prophet after his reading for Sylphie. <laughs> that, that, was...
1: that wasn't recorded, but... It wasn't, yeah.
0: but goddamn. Like, do you yeah. want to share that?
1: Yeah, well, basically, I was going through my old notes for Sylphie, and Luca did some tarot reading on, uh, on oh, her. Oh, yeah. And I have my notes up, but like, basically, it was like the three cards that I pulled were like revenge redemption and death and I was like okay cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, oh my gosh. it was very um, you, you'd think that would be planned but it wasn't
0: yeah Um, And also the lover's card showed up. Oh, yeah, that
1: too. Yeah, Um, I
0: remember there was another one. Which, depending on how you took that reading, I thought either said, like, Sylphie's whole journey and, like, Bull falling in love with her, or it told the story of the switch from Sylphie to Marin. However you like to take that, it was still pretty uh, pretty prophetic, I thought. I think so. But Tarot's 90% bullshit anyway. Well, yeah. Alright, and then, yeah, you guys put together some plans. Uh, Marin got her Arbiter tattoo removed by Dee, uh, which, by the way, I never actually said her full name. Uh, she's a tabaxi, so she has a weird name. It's Flight of the Chickadee. Oh, um, oh. She is the High Priestess of Hesperus in Hulmanir, so you'll probably run across her in Amnoblin later. Uh, Let's see Oh, oh yes And the pinnacle of the episode (laughs) Oh yeah The goose The goose goose. Showed up uh, And stole a tin cup Uh, And then Kit, for the first time, got to talk to him directly We learned that he has a Russian accent Yes (laughs) And he does not know if he's a god he knows he's a goose, mm-hmm. and he was therefore christened Ted. Not oh, Ted. Ted
3: Goose. Ted Goose.
0: If nobody else got it, he's a mix of the Untitled Goose Game goose <laughs> and Game Grumps Ivan from Devil's Third. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah, and you sent him off with some uh, some egg roll. Egg rolls. Egg mm-hmm. roll. Favorite food. Yes. Uh, and sent him to visit kenna uh mm. in hopes that he could help eat the crystals because well, he's yeah, that... be a, a very powerful being
2: if there's anything that i am really good at it's messing up your world so yes
0: you are i'm
2: just i'm just doing what i can
0: and other people have to fix it
2: well good for them gives them something yeah. to do
0: yeah honestly yeah, yeah I, I prefer know. the chaos to the to the heroes i love anti-hero campaigns yeah. <clears throat> but uh anyway uh this is gonna be our 15th episode game number 31 overall and uh, it is arden the fifth in the morning Ooh,
2: halloween episode and it's game number 31
0: yep. oh, oh shit, that's, and hey. <laughs> it's a full
2: moon <laughs> oh <laughs>
0: Uh, it won't be in game sadly but it will be f- it'll be just after the full moon so it'll still be pretty good. You mean Kit
1: doesn't get to go wolf like while we're getting married? At your wedding? <laughs> yeah. No.
2: Are you guys yeah. getting married at midnight? Yes. Oh. We're
1: <laughs> we're a spooky goth couple, of course we are. <laughs> I do. Oh. Uh but oh. yes. It, was,
0: it <laughs> is art in the 5th. It is getting to early midfall. Uh, so it's nice and crisp and cool outside. Uh, this morning, it's a little on the foggier side as it rained during the night. Uh, the caravan is putting together a pyre to send Sylphie off. Get oh, all the yeah. sad shit out of the way first. So, uh, <laughs> it is just about, uh, probably nine ten a.m. or so, uh, when you guys get up, or I don't know how early you get up, but that's when most of the caravan gets up, and, uh, they're gathering up a tower of firewood, uh, far away from anything that might catch fire, uh, and you notice people bringing out little, like, hand-sewn pieces of cloth that have, like, something stitched into them, like, um... What's that called? When you have that circle and you stitch things into Cross-stitching. it? Cross stitching. Cross stitching, like cross yeah. stitch stuff. Um, some people are bringing like little handmade wooden figures and such, just very simple stuff. Um, and they're all gathering around, uh, waiting, basically. Things are quiet.
1: <laughs> and get the sad shit out of the way. <laughs> So we're doing we're doing this like right away. Yep. Ben, okay. Okay. Well, I have I so guess much friendship
0: planned. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like Alicia knows a little bit because I was a like, "Is bit. this okay?" Ben yeah. knows nothing. I'm ready. <laughs> oh god, I'm so excited. All
1: uh, right. Yeah. So I guess I'm there. You know. Yes. Same.
0: I'm there. Um. So Quinn being. Not necessarily because of his connection to Sylphie, but more because he's just the calming presence everyone needs. He's kind of leading this whole procession. Um, there's not much said. Um, there there are moments for people to speak, if they so choose, but... The sad truth is that most of the caravan just didn't get a chance to really know Sylphie. Like, they fell in love with her immediately because she was just fucking awesome. But they didn't know much about her, and that's what most of them would say, is, I just wish I could have gotten to know her better. Um, Quinn stands beside the uh, built-up pyre, um, almost, like, beacon-sized, but, of course, not with, like, all the greenery for a smoke signal. It's just this tower of wood. And uh, you guys, as you're gathering in, um, you see people putting these little wooden hand-carved figures and these cross-stitch pieces into the pyre. Um, Just like putting them in between cracks or shoving them into the center where there's this big sort of opening. Um, It's built to burn very fast with just like an open spot in the center. Is there anything that you guys would have made or would like to give to the fire?
2: Um.
1: The. Well, oh, go ahead.
2: Oh, uh, mine might take a second. Um, I. Before the fire happens, I want to go down to the beach.
0: I. You guys would have had the previous evening and then all night and early morning to do whatever you need, so oh. consider that you've had plenty of time
2: okay well i had wanted to go down to the beach and like basically use the ring to walk out into the ocean and like have them create something for her
0: do you have the ability to walk on water
2: oh i don't need to i can just be in the water oh okay yeah so
0: you're gonna jesus this all right no
2: no, I'm not gonna oh, pull not a yet. Yuna a Yuna and like dance on the water.
0: Well, I mean Arden did get so <laughs> uh, <laughs> It'd be the right place for it. Yeah. Uh what would you like the um, life to bring you?
2: I thought it would be cool if they can make like a I don't know, like a seaweed crown or something. Aw, that's cute. I don't know. Um, I don't want any live creatures in it because I feel well, like enough people yeah. have died.
0: No. Um make a make a persuasion check with advantage
2: because okay. of the ring oh okay okay persuasion
0: I just realized how dark my window is compared to you guys you look like, how uh, colorful and bright and I'm just like
2: darkness 24
0: 24 okay <laughs> Um, You wade out a ways, probably about to your chest, uh, in the water outside Arden, and just sort of mimicking Sylphie, just vibe. Um, um, And after after about five minutes of just, like, concentrating and hoping you don't burst a blood vessel in your eye... Yeah,
2: which is what I did, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, you feel a little boop against your thigh. Hi, Maz. And you see a little orange clownfish wiggle his way up to the surface, like right at chest level. And you see he's got a little string in his mouth and it's made of like plant fiber and it's leading down to, uh, you can see this beautiful, almost like, um... It's like a uh, how you would build almost a, a flower wreath with like trailing ends almost like a veil on it um, but it's made of sea plants it's it's made of all kinds of different things, even strange like pieces of uh, anemones and urchins and little bits of coral tangled in all kept together by these strands of kelp and stems. It's weirdly Beautiful for what it's made of.
2: Perfect. I will give Maz a pat,
3: <laughs> uh,
2: and then I'll I'll take it with me.
0: Yeah, and he he wiggles after you to shore to see you off. Um, and as you're stepping away, you feel something hit. You in the back. Just a teeny, teeny, tiny little something hard.
2: I look down.
0: You see Sylphie's ring laying in the sand.
2: Uh, but it's not the one I'm wearing? Nope,
0: it's a different one. I will. It is, it is the white whalebone ring.
2: I will pick it up.
0: Maz is yeah. still there. Just
2: and I will do I have to attune to the ring or is it just there
0: uh, to your ring Yeah. as far as you know it's just there it's attached okay. to you gotcha. you haven't been able to take it off yet
2: Um, I'll take the other ring and I'll slip it on the middle finger of my other hand
0: this one is not attached that's fine but yeah it fits
2: I slip it on and I Masway head back away. up to the fire
1: okay Marin. The only thing that I can think of is I'm gonna go back in her bag of holding and I'm gonna pull out the music box that she uh, took back from our old home, the old Altera house. And I'm gonna put that on there.
0: You're gonna burn the music box?
1: Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because as I remember, because I was playing Marin at the time, she didn't want to bring it she didn't, with her. No. She didn't want the memories. Yep. yep. So, Alright. Um, yeah, as, as you go up, you see Quinn there, kind of very gently arranging things that have been brought up, and like, putting stuff in between the little cracks in the wood. Um, and you see him reach into the front of his robe, uh, where he's created this beautiful, simple, little, like, paper mask that has some of the symbology from, uh, from, uh, Sylphie's ring. Um, it was sort of his, from memory, but it's, it's comparable. Um, and he very gently puts that on the pyre his his thing as an entertainer is he entertains kids he does like face paint masks things like that for kids and so for him it is only right that one of his children gets her own Um, i know ain't he sweet oh god (laughs) he's gonna die someday he's too Um, good yeah, but as you come up to put the music box on the pyre this Beautiful little, almost antique Wooden and Brass box Um, He clears a little Space for you right in front Of the pyre, uh, sitting on one of the Logs Well I think that's just about everything
1: Okay Thank you for arranging all
0: this Well, thank you for Letting us do it Some of us need a little send-off. And he uh, reaches down into... uh, He has a, a, a sort of a wide belt about his waist, and he pulls out this wand that he just gives it a swish, and the tip of it lights on fire, and he offers it to you.
1: I take it, and... I pause a second, but then I, I light it.
0: Okay. Um, the wand is pretty simple to use, where basically wherever you point it, just this little stream of fire comes off of it, almost like a blowtorch, but slower. Um, and it begins to catch and uh, just spreads through, especially with all of this extra stuff, it just spreads through like kindling until the entire base is engulfed in flames. Um, Quinn takes his wand back and very gently pulls you away from the fire because it's, it's a little dangerous. It's, it's going to get a little intense, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but as he steps back with you, looking up as just this tower of wood catches on fire, he explains. Um, he says, a lot of us come from... Uh, well, a lot of us are changelings, so... We come from cultures that, when people died, we would bury them. And Why is he turning southern? Um, we would build pyres over their graves. And it was this belief that the smoke would help carry them away to wherever they needed to be. Even if we don't have a grave here, this is, this is going to be the place we come to visit. And it can be that for you, too, if you need it. Thank you. Sure. You always have family with us, even if we just met. That's nice. And he just reaches over and hugs you. Not for mm. long, just yeah. just light hug. He, he knows you're not quite comfortable yet. Um, but he steps back and leaves you be. Um, as you sort of turn to look back at the pyre, you are aware that Silas is standing to your opposite side now. Um, and he has, uh, he looks like he just came back from the pyre itself. He put on a little last minute something. Um, and he reaches over and just laces his fingers with yours.
1: I have to talk to you later about something. Alright. Preferably before tomorrow because I think tomorrow is going to be more about celebration than what I... anything else. So.
0: Well, if, um, if what Quinn has said holds true, then there'll be a little uh, God, I need to get his accent back. Blah, blah, blah. Um, There'll be a, a party just for Sylvie after this, so we'll sneak off
1: during that. Okay. And I kind of lean into him and kind of like motion for him to put his arm around me. Which he does, without hesitation.
0: The. Uh, and then, Kit, as you're standing off to the side, Uh, You're joined by Mia, who has been nigh inseparable from your shin uh, (laughs) pretty much for weeks now. Mm -hmm. Um, Clay and Bull are there as well. They're just kind of standing next to each other, not really sure what to do with themselves. Um, But the, the pyre burns up in just record time with the dry wood and the... And the uh, amount of kindling, and as it begins to sort of collapse in on itself, um, Quinn comes back to Marin and Kit each, and he gives you each a plain silver ring. Um, he has explained that this is also sort of part of the custom rings are given to those closest to those who died.
1: i'm gonna put it on my right ring finger okay
2: i'ma put it on my pinky
1: okay
0: but um as the pyre begins to go out and just sort of smolder um, it's left to completely burn itself out no it's not put out um but as it's smoldering a number of the caravan members go back to the carts and begin pulling out these big tables and begin cooking and getting out cups and tankards and things and just putting together a proper but impromptu wake. And from the pyre itself, uh, a few people, namely Jace uh, and Quinn, uh, come up and actually take a handful of ash each. And you don't know what they do with it, but they they take it and go back to their own carts for a moment.
1: Um, While it's kind of simmering down, I'm going to go over to Kit. Uh, How are you doing?
2: Fine, I guess.
1: My sentiments exactly. (laughs) I just wanted to say thank you again for being there for her when I couldn't.
2: I think she was probably more there for me, but... <laughs> well... There's
1: there's a s- stupid... I've been having this memory lately. She... We were in... It was before we met the Alteras and she would get mad at me all the time. I mean, you know her, she's got a temper like whatever. But I don't know, she went off on me one night and said that she hated me and she was gonna run away and never see me ever again. And I didn't think much of it. She was five, so, you know, but the next morning, she woke up and she immediately crawled into my lap and said she had a bad dream that I was the one who left instead and that she was alone. And I asked, well, isn't that what you wanted? And she said, well, I think I realized that everybody needs somebody and you're my somebody. And I... I couldn't be her somebody for a while, and that was you. So, I'm just sad that I couldn't get to know her more the way that you did. But, who knows You'll if be everything- able to. Yeah, I was about to say, if everything goes the way it should, maybe we'll get that time back
2: Uh, I take the whalebone ring off my finger and I hand it to Marin
1: where did this come from
2: a fish gave it to me
1: (laughs) a fucking it did
0: (laughs) I take it it's strangely warm warmer than just from Kit wearing it
2: was it warm when I was touching
1: it nope
2: I don't know this. Continue.
1: If I... If I put this on, I'm not gonna, like, turn into you. Like, I'm not gonna be a freaky druid or anything, am I?
2: I... Resent that.
1: Okay, well...
2: And I don't think so. I just tried it on. I didn't feel anything. I just figured it was sentimental.
1: Well, thank you. I... I'll I'll keep I'll keep a hold of it. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to put it in my pocket. Not put
2: it on. my pocket. Considering Pick.
1: its history, probably
0: a smart move. But you won't know until you try. Um <clears throat> Uh but yes, uh things are set up, food is brought out, drinks are definitely brought out in plenty. Um that's I mean that's what you do at awake right is just drink yeah. um, I any.
2: did want to ask Marin um, mm-hmm. if there's any particular kind of tree that she likes that grows on this island
1: uh, oh I don't I don't know I don't know I trees. know they have
2: orchards and stuff so I didn't know if maybe there was something specific you liked
1: um, I mean I'm a city girl so right.
2: I, I or that you would think Sylvie would like
1: She really liked apples. Okay. Maybe an apple
2: tree. Uh, after after the fire burns down and it, the embers have kind of died out a little bit, I'm going to take, I'm going to grab Marin. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over to where the pyre was. We'll go into the center mm-hmm. and I'm going to dig a tiny little hole and put the apple seed in. And I'm going to cast mm-hmm. plant growth directly onto the apple seed. Okay. which usually does like two things but i'm wondering if i can finagle it a little bit to just do it to this thing
0: we'll see okay um the kind you're specifically looking at is the overgrowth part Mm -hmm. but considering that you're pumping it into one plant I'll say... Because normally it would affect a hundred square feet of plants. Um, I'll say, yeah, for the sake of story, rules are cool over rules as written. Um, You begin to channel this magical energy into the little apple seed. And after just a few seconds, a tiny little shoot comes out of the ground and even after your spell is done it keeps very slowly but visibly growing and growing and growing. Have you Like imagine a Totoro will... moment? Yes, <laughs> definitely. You imagine it will probably be fully grown by yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll probably be fully grown by tomorrow. Wow. And it will probably have fruit within a few days.
2: Oh. Uh, now we'll know where she always is.
1: I hug him. I know you don't like this. I don't really like this either, but...
2: No, it's fine. It's cool. Pat-pat? Yeah.
1: Pat-pat-pat? pat That
0: bow. Caleb bow was amazing. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah. Um, you guys eventually do get uh, pulled away for at least a, a, a drink. Before you're sort of left to your own devices, um, Mia finally unlatches from Kit, um, but turns and then latches onto Bull. Uh, Bull and Claire are kind of each other's partner at the moment. They're just kind of supporting uh-huh. each other, uh, and Mia joins their little their little group. So, what are you guys doing?
1: Ah, uh, um. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm I'm probably eating food and yeah. maybe getting a little drunk.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely getting a little drunk. Yeah. <laughs> well, as
0: Marin, as you get into your second drink, you feel a little tip tap on your shoulder. I turn around. You wanted to talk to me, darling. Oh
1: yeah. Um.
0: um try not to get smashed before you have uh, a coherent conversation.
1: Oh, right. I'm only like- I've only had like one drink. It's fine. This is uh, a very
2: strong drink. Uh, you said one.
1: I know that was then Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that was from Scott Pilgrim. I was like, I've only had one drink. <laughs> um, yeah. Take- do you want to sit down? Are you- did you get anything to eat? Did- did- um, are you good? I find I'm not
0: terribly hungry.
1: Alright, well. So. It's got kind of the concerned smile but eyebrow raise. For one thing, I'm sorry about yesterday. I kind of stormed off in a huff and that wasn't very. Oh, that. Kind of me. Also, I shot at Kit. I should apologize to him about that, too. Uh,
0: yes, that was actually the thing that bothered me. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I
1: did, too. <laughs> until right now. Um, I, I don't know. It was just a lot of information that was being thrown at me at once, and I got a little overwhelmed, so.
0: Well, being told you're a tool to one of the least agreeable women we know uh, is cause for some. Outburst Just, um, try not to let it translate To gunfire next time
1: I'll try
0: Or at least don't shoot at Kit
1: Well, you know what He should Stop talking every once in a while But I will try my best
0: (laughs) His brand of talking Is Annoying at times, but usually very charming
1: I agree (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I can't I just keep seeing Ben's face <laughs> Um I'm gonna take another Drink Slow down uh, Right, I don't need you babying me I know I'm how to I'm not babying
0: drink. you, I'm being your chaperone
1: So What I wanted to talk to you about Was All that Walker thing. You did very well, good job. I don't have to talk to you, I could <laughs> just.
0: I'm sorry, I'm. Uh, today's just been so gloomy. I, mean, I understand why, but. It's got to be bad when I'm the
1: one who's humorous in this entire group. Honestly, yeah. Not to get more gloomy, but... Bring it on. When the walker thing does pop up, when Mm -hmm. it does, if I try and hurt you, Mm -hmm. I want you to do whatever is necessary to protect yourself.
0: see what I can do. What is that supposed to mean? It means that I have never been able to lift a hand against you and I'm not sure I ever will be able to. But I do have some tricks up my sleeve so that I don't have to hurt you if something happens.
1: Well, knowing your mother, Silas, Do you really think that she's not going to pull out every stop that she possibly can to make sure that you're hurt? I
0: know she will, but my mother does not know me as well as she thinks she does. I have many little tricks of my own
1: anything you'd be willing to divulge to me, or... Absolutely
0: not, because if you know, then someone else may hear. Let me keep my secrets, that way I can stay interesting for the next 50 years. Ugh. Ugh. Or so. No,
1: secrets don't make interesting people. I don't like you because you keep secrets from me.
0: I didn't think you did. That's not why they're secrets, darling. They're secrets so that I always have one last Hail Mary if I need it.
1: I don't... I don't want to hurt you. And that's what I'm afraid of. The... Do you even, have you even given any thought to what happens if Arbiters get a hold of you? Yes, quite a lot.
0: Many nightmares, many many hours wasted thinking about that on the ship. But um, thinking and worrying about it doesn't help me. So I will deal with it when the time comes. I have better things to plan for. I have people to take care of. You
1: should take care of you too. That's no fun. Silas, I, I understand. I'm not being cute. I'm not being cute now, okay? I'm being, this is me two drinks in. I said one, it was two. I'm sorry, I lied.
0: I know, you held up two fingers. Three fingers, but who's counting? way. Yeah, I assumed there was a, ma- a median in there.
1: You are all I have left. I mean, I have Kit and Clay, and and them, I, they're fine. I know what but you're being. and you are
0: practically all I have.
1: I just. I need you to stay okay. And if I'm the one who makes it so you're not okay, I don't. I don't know if I can live with myself after that. Well,
0: if it ever comes to that, then we need to. Mm rely on our friends I know I can't knowingly hurt you at least not severely and I know that you're in a position where you may not be able to stop yourself so we stick together with these friends we've made that your sister brought to us they looked after her, they'll look after us and we'll look after them. That way, I don't have to
1: hurt you. Kit can do
0: it. I
1: bet he, <laughs> I bet he, he would take that chance if, if he I'm was given I'm
0: certain he would and he'd enjoy it. It's a hard place to be and I make jokes about it, but honestly, I am petrified. I don't show that, because I don't think it serves a purpose, but I am goddamn terrified, Maren. But we will keep moving forward.
1: You know, I'm in, like, a day, I'm going to be married to you, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of in the job description that if you're terrified of something, you tell me. I just did.
0: You know how I am. I never tell you anything unless you ask. It's just... I don't think about it. But I will try harder.
1: That would be nice.
0: I'm also claustrophobic. Did you know that?
1: I did not, actually. I am...
0: Do not like sailing all that much, because it involves a lot of time below decks. You'd think a king of pirates would be good with... (laughs) cabin sailing but it's not that great
1: no wonder you wanted the big room yes you kept saying that you wanted the big room i thought you were just you just had some sort of like it's not because or
0: i think i'm the king of everything and deserve <laughs> the big room it's because i want to be able to breathe my um i spent a lot of time sort of hidden away as a child and dark places and I don't like that anymore, I like being out in the open. But that's an entire uh, phobia and uh, trauma that we'll unpack another time, today's not the day for that. (laughs) And then you can tell me what you're afraid of and we'll promise to protect each other from it and it'll be grand. It's spiders. Don't lie. How them. did I guess that? It, oh yes, know, like... that wolf spider <sighs> a few months ago. Mm-mm. You woke up with a wolf spider in front of your face.
1: I know, and it <laughs> was probably like top 10 worst days of my life. So, uh-huh.
0: yeah. I thought something was really wrong. I it, threw that pillow There was the something.
1: Room. There was something wrong. It was really close to me and it had so many legs! They have too many legs! They have, they have eight legs. And they're furry and gross and... Yes. And, and, and they got those like big butts, the, the asses. Oh, don't... It's called a... an abdomen? Yeah, no, I don't like it.
0: They're also Make this big.
1: A, yeah, they're disgusting. They're... abominations.
0: Have I told you today I love you? Not today. Well, I do. I too. Come on. And he takes your hand and he takes you for a walk. Oh. Nothing else happens, it's just a walk.
1: Yep. <laughs> we have to specify that every time they do <laughs> not but... If I
0: say fade to black, sex happens. <laughs> true. With consent. But, yes. you know. But yeah. Um. Yep. Just, just cause I want to get to the fun shit Is there anything else you <laughs> Any guys other need to heavy do ass conversation For the heavy shit
2: Um Hmm I think I'll probably check on Clay
0: Oh yeah okay yeah. Alright Um. When you go to find him He's sitting between Jace and Quinn And he's talking To this um this older bog woman With long red hair And she's um, talking to him about Sort of his studies In magic They mm-hmm. seem to share a similar set of skills um, But when you walk up You see he's got Mia in his lap And he's just sort of idly scratching his fingers through her fur And she's just chilling
2: uh, God he looks busy um...
0: I mean He looks relaxed <laughs>
2: i'm just gonna i'm gonna walk up to him and just tap him on the shoulder like from behind
0: mm-hmm.
2: him yeah and be like uh are you doing okay uh nope okay i just wanted to check in
0: nope not doing good thanks okay. for
2: asking you're you're welcome this mm-hmm. mia will help
0: yeah, she does kind of lower my blood pressure And he just like scratches his fingers into her fur a little more mm-hmm. Um, and she's like I'm not a cat He's like, yeah, but you're just so fuzzy Uh,
2: well, good talk Um Did you actually
0: want to talk?
2: I, you look busy
0: I'm, just... I'm just Wasting time so I can go to sleep
2: Hmm Well Now we'll catch up at another time, it's fine.
0: You don't want to distract me? With what? I don't know. Something. Anything.
2: Um, I can... We can play hide and seek.
0: (laughs) No, I'll win. Why? Because I can turn myself invisible.
2: I can't do that
0: anymore.
2: Um. Well, I can turn into a tree, so...
0: That's pretty good because I don't have the trees memorized here yet
2: yeah yeah
0: I and he sort of turns a little more to face you and says um not 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 okay surviving not okay um Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you and Mar- everybody after all the once we're once we're getting ready to leave. I want to talk to you guys. So okay, um, yeah. Anyway,
2: all right. Well, keep up the good job, Mia. Mm-hmm. And peace out. Okay. So.
0: Um. The, the rest of the day sort of is similar to this just for your group in particular nobody's really okay but you just kinda you kinda mingle both to get the like family interaction and also just to waste time and drink until you can go to sleep and be depressed so you know how it is
2: every Monday through Friday
0: yeah, yeah. um except this friday except this friday um but uh yeah things things wind down later in the evening a lot of people are just like quietly sloshed um but quinn jace and a few others are kind of keeping their heads clear because they are planning stuff for the wedding at the moment They've got just, like, they've got decorations and stuff that are all sort of handmade and nice and multicolored and they've got a basic idea of what it's going to be, but it's not going to be anything crazy fancy. In fact, the thing that's going to be big is that the entire city of Arden is basically taking this as a, or at least what's left of it, is taking this as a chance to just celebrate something. Uh, between Quinn and a few others, you have enough people that know the spell create food and water that you can just make a feast for the entire city. Um, um, yes.
2: I do want to chat with Quinn real quick. Yes. Uh, I just want to tell him that I have an idea for helping them get everything set up.
0: Do, do tell.
2: Uh, I just need to be there before everything happens that's all okay I can I can make something cool do you wanna like
0: tell us so we can incorporate it into the decorating scheme or is it gonna um, be a surprise
2: it's a surprise and it's also technically an illusion so it'll just look really cool don't worry about it what color is it gonna be what colors does Marin like I don't know and neither do I what colors are you using
0: everything that... mostly fall colors
2: well then like what the fuck does it matter <laughs> if you're using every color and they'll just make something well
0: listen we're we're doing kind of a fall theme with like we're not doing the full like white because I don't know Marin and Silas don't strike me as you know traditional white wedding people we're going black um, oof And then there's going to be some extra colors as well, but mostly warm colors.
2: Mm. Okay. I can work with that. Okay. So, summon me before it happens so that I can...
0: You shall be summoned, kid. Thank thank you. Gives you a little pat on the shoulder, knows you don't like the hugs so much. Yep. And says, go to bed.
2: Okay. Please. Uh... Can I find Marin real quick and just be like, "Sure, <laughs> hey, so what's your um, what's your favorite color?"
1: Oh, uh, I don't know. I haven't really given it much thought. Um, blue. Sure, I like blue.
2: What's your favorite warm color? What's uh, your favorite color that's gonna fit in the scheme that we're playing? <laughs> the,
1: there's a scheme. Uh, Have
2: you met Quinn?
1: I don't know, I just kind of told him like I didn't want anything fancy or anything He He'd...
2: oozes interior design Great
1: um, And self-design uh, yep. I don't know I guess Like mustard yellow Interesting
2: Interesting choice
1: Sure
2: but, I don't know, okay. I just kind of
1: picked one I...
2: <sighs> Okay, no, that's fine
1: Okay. Listen, like, I don't want this to be like a gigantic thing or whatever. I
2: don't. It's definitely not going to be. It, they're okay. only the entire town is showing up. I know. I
0: the entire a... town is not showing up to the wedding. They're showing up to the reception. Yeah. Typical. <laughs> no, the wedding is just just the
1: caravan. They're just there's...
2: coming for the fucking food. Y- I
1: yes because that was the plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's but the way also... to do it. You say, oh man, I can't make it to the ceremony, but I will be there for the reception Hell because yeah. the ceremony is the boring part. But no, like, <laughs> a
0: couple thousand people at the ceremony is, like, a little too much.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's still going to be, like, hundreds of people there. Like, okay. 200 in the caravan. Huh. So, Silas and I were talking a little bit about, like, phobias and stuff like that. Uh, public speaking, not my... uh, So, I guess it depends on what it is. I I can give a rousing speech about how much the Arbiters suck, Mm. but this is me talking about my feelings in front of 200 people, and I'm freaking out just a little bit.
2: Well, I don't know if you've met me, but, um... I'm not even good at talking about feelings to just one person, so.
1: Oh. Yeah, I don't know why I'm asking you for advice. What What good are you? That was you could just... I'm sorry. Wow. Ugh. I'm um, nervous! I'm sorry!
2: <sighs> you could just pretend that we're... I don't know. Maybe you could channel your hate of the Arbiters into your love for Silas. I don't... Like take that well take going. that hateful energy and just just read your vow. I fucking love you.
0: <laughs> God, damn God damn it, you beautiful man
1: <laughs> I don't know how much that's going to translate.
2: I mean uh-huh. it'll be interesting.
1: <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well sure. Okay. Yellow is fine. Uh just Just don't go overboard, is what I'm saying. Never. Uh,
2: Would never do that. Have you met me? I never go overboard.
1: Kit, like, the only thing that has significantly happened in our relationship is that you tried to end all of our lives by creating a huge hurricane. Because you wanted to dominate part of a dead dude.
2: Well, that was more about pride and less about going overboard. I know, Um, but
1: in in that respect, you did go a little overboard.
2: Yeah. It was also about revenge, and it, it didn't work very well. All but it's that. okay. I've turned over a new leaf, literally.
1: Yes, I know. Ha ha, ha, ha. So funny. Uh-huh. Yellow. And oh, okay. I turn around and walk away. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Okay, Alright, bye. you guys want bye. to do for the night?
2: Sorry. Um. Uh-huh. Mm-
3: I think that's
1: about it. That's yeah. Oh so no! So excited! I'm <laughs> so fucking excited! All right. Oh uh,
0: yes. Uh, so the night passes by with mild hangovers, um, for some people, not all. Um, and uh, in the morning, you guys are up bright and early as the entire camp is getting shit set up. Like it's impossible to sleep too much later because they're just like at it at dawn. Hmm. So, uh, as you guys finally come out for breakfast, probably a little- some of you probably a little hungover, some of you probably a little sleepy, um, there's, uh, sort of as the caravan usually does their thing, um, there's all different, like, um, campfires and everybody's making a different kind of breakfast and you just kind of go to whatever sounds good. Um, You guys typically, uh, thus far, have joined uh, Quinn or Jace or both. But uh, this morning, Quinn is a little too busy to actually like sit and eat breakfast with everybody. So he just has like a like a wooden plate or like a bowl with him, and he's wandering around with like a pair of chopsticks in one hand, just like eating in between. Be like, no, 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 that put that put that there. Okay. Hold oh now.
2: my god, Quinn. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. And every so often, you see him like stop and like change the color of his hair, like testing does it work. <laughs> um, and eventually, he <laughs> settles on like a bright. red red orange um and he he continues about his way jace is much more well quinn is chill jace is much more in control um this sort of smallish uh broad-shouldered purple-haired woman just the queen of the camp um with her gigantic goliath husband at her back um Being that they do have, like, their animals with them, she's still dealing with all of that as well, but they're kind of keeping those separate from everything. Um, The rest of the camp seems to be just all hands on deck for setting up for, particularly, the reception. Um, But the, the actual wedding itself at the moment is planned to take place in this nice little sort of... Uh, fall grove nearby. Just something simple and natural. Um, As you guys are uh, sitting together um, Clay, Bull, and Mia are all off just helping do stuff. Um, You guys are still eating breakfast. Um, When somebody you don't recognize comes to join you, um, it's this very tall, very broad half-orc woman uh, in a beautiful constantine style dress kind of like um, kind of more Edwardian than uh, Victorian uh, think like think like Dolly Levi at the beginning of Hello Dolly that bright colorful uh, oh, dress she had with the very fancy hat uh, with uh-huh. this like fluffy feather over it um, but she steps up to the campfire she's got a clipboard in one arm and this like <laughs> steel fountain pen and she walks up and sees uh Marin and Silas and she says "Excuse me. Um Or wait, no, she's the Southern Belle. She's the Southern Belle. Uh, she, um uh, excuse me. Are you Miss Venia? "Yes."
1: That's "Wonderful.
0: Me. Come with me." And "What? You go blind?" "What?" <laughs> "What?" Um <laughs> uh, ah! I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh Jesus Christ!
2: Oh my God! Uh, Kit,
0: make one as well. Huh? A why?
2: wisdom
1: save.
0: You said. Uh, you'll find out why in just a moment. Did you say wisdom? Wisdom save.
2: At uh, twenty.
0: Eleven.
2: <laughs> for twenty-nine.
0: <Okay>. Damn. <laughs> um, you both go blind, um, but Kit, you hear, uh, you hear like. This weird uh, swirling sound, almost like, almost like wind whipping past in just just a typhoon. Marin, you hear nothing, um, and you feel yourself being like pulled, like as if somebody grabbed you and just shunts you forward in space to the point where you're afraid you're going to land in the fire because you can't see anything. Um, when All of a sudden, you guys are just thrown out of a gigantic stone arch with a green portal doorway shining from it, and you are in the middle of a massive dining hall. Like, it puts Hogwarts to shame, and you see three other similar portals, sort of north-south-east-west around you. You see just scores of tables with chairs being set up with place settings, and you see just, just tens of, just tons of these little kobolds in weird robes, just running around with silverware and plates in their hands, setting things up, and the woman, the orc, uh, half-orc woman is standing next to you, or she's standing in front of you, looking at you, looking quite pleased with herself, um, to her left is a creature you have not yet seen it is this what looks like a man and a dog together but it has four legs like a centaur and then it has arms and then a dog's head he's dressed in heavy dark armor um and he has this humongous sword strapped across his back along with a shield Um, he's a Doberman, specifically, and he's just staring forward at all of you, expressionless. And the woman smiles to you guys as you, like, come to, and Silas is there with you as well. Uh, but she looks a little perturbed as she sees Kit, and she's like, Oh, whoops. Um, you weren't supposed to- I'm- I'm sure it's fine. Um, excuse me, uh... If you will all just wait one moment, the Lord will be here in just a second. He's running a
1: bit behind. I turned to Kit. Did I do drugs? You have to tell me if I did drugs.
2: Uh, did I do drugs?
1: I don't know. What did, did they I... put? Oh, these the, these caravan people are all hippy dippy. Maybe we got into like some other stash.
2: But so we might have. Maybe they. Um, what if they cooked the ma- wrong mushrooms?
1: I, I grab a hold of his shoulders and I'm like, kid, I can't be on drugs while I get married. That's it's no, we can't, we can't, we have to. Sober I can't up. be How on drugs either.
2: That? I have no idea.
1: Let me you actually probably... show you guys what the hall looks like. Should
2: we, like, chew on some sawdust or something, or like?
1: What if what if we slap me or something?
0: Oh, also, you are surrounded. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you are also surrounded by about thirty kobolds staring at you. Well, a kid just slapped me. So.
2: Yeah, I just slapped yeah. the shit out of Mary. I,
1: I see that. I'm look. I look around. I'm like, nothing changed. Do you want me to same. do it again? Yeah. Other cheek. Ah. <laughs>
2: nope. Nope. Hmm. Uh,
1: what if I do it to you? Slap.
2: Oh. No. You guys
1: are going to start damaging
0: each other at some point. Silas is staring at you. (laughs) Uh,
2: Silas, did you do drugs? Yeah,
0: did you Uh, give us drugs? (laughs) Definitely not. Why are we being stared at by several scores of kobolds? You just see a sea of little orange, red, yellow, basically... Unintentionally fall-colored, uh, cobalt just like reds and oranges. Unintentional. I did they not mean for this to happen. Be prepared. Um, and they're um, all just like they're they're all just like two and a half, three feet tall in these cute little like uh, uh, this was intentional fall-themed robes because you guys picked fall theme. Uh, just looking at you so excitedly with just like their little claws together. I don't. I like them they're creepy Um, and you see out of the north portal um if you guys are looking at the map um you see two people step through one is a kobold that is completely different from the rest he is instead bright blue uh and instead of the little white markings that all these other kobolds have he has black um he's a little shorter than a lot of them he's probably about Probably between them and Mia, so he's like gnome height. And next to him is another creature you have never seen. He can only be described as lanky, feline almost, but instead of the. instead of like. The sort of face you would expect on any humanoid his face looks almost like an oni mask he has these long extended outward curling fangs he has horns coming off his head he has a third eye in the middle of his forehead and i will actually show you what he looks like
1: oh shit! Um, I'm not, i rolled 20. I knew I was missing something.
0: Yeah, get to roll twenty because yeah. there's shit yeah. to see.
2: I know. I'm like looking at all these massive amounts of cobalts and wondering what spell would take all of them out.
0: <laughs> oh god, none. none. I'll let you see the hall first, Alicia. Okay,
2: hold
1: on,
0: hold on, hold
2: on. It's big.
0: But yeah, it's it it's big. Um and uh for anybody watching excuse the weird production value i'm controlling all of this because i'm recording it so it's a little weird
1: oh okay yeah holy
0: shit. (laughs) Um, yeah but yeah stepping through the portal um you see the little blue kobold and this other person i will give you an actual look at him and the uh half orc
1: okay oh he's he's cool looking yeah
0: yes uh he is a different creature um but yes this is what the half work woman looks like i love this painting it's so beautiful um but yes uh the this weird oni long-eared white furred creature steps through in this tight-fitting uh blue robe and dark pants Uh, he doesn't have the armor Um, but he comes through and he's got kind of this hunch to his back. Like, you imagine if he stood up straight, um, he would probably be, like, insanely tall. Uh, hold on, I'm struggling with the... There we go, back to zoom. Um, he he would probably be somewhere in the vicinity of eight feet tall if he stood up straight. But he's got this hunch to him that makes him almost a full foot shorter, Um, and he's got his fingers like steepled in front of him as he stops and you see these weird like digitigrade legs and strangely shaped feet and his thumb nails are much longer than his other nails almost like raptor claws Um, but uh, he stops (laughs) he's a classical guitar player thank you oh sure sure he stops in front of you and he's like Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and the half-orc woman steps up and says, Miss Veneer, uh, if I may introduce you, this is Lord Dietrich Arnulf. He will be your host today. Uh, Lord Arnolf, this is Miss Marin Veneer, Mr. Silas Moore, and an unexpected addition of Mr. Kit, I believe. Just Kit. Um, accidental additional guest and the the creature just smiles just these curled fangs of, um, and he says welcome everybody
2: oh my god
0: <laughs> i told you it was gonna happen uh yeah <laughs> um he he motions to the half-orc woman he says and uh if i may introduce my personal assistant this is miss rhoda She's very good at her job. As you can see, she brought you here right away.
2: Yeah. What's going on?
1: Yeah, what? I. You
0: did not tell them? And
2: I didn't bring my gun. Rhoda, oh, I didn't
0: bring yeah. my gun. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rhoda looks at, You do have all your gear, just oh, because. um okay. Well, I Rhoda, don't really want to bring my gun. <laughs> Rhoda looks at him and is like, I was under the impression that you knew these folks. And. Uh, Lord Arnulf says, Well, yes, I, I know this one. And he points at Marin. He says, But, um, otherwise, no. Uh, uh mm, I,
1: you, I don't think we know each other. We
0: do know each other, Marin. You uh, just were very, very small. Um, hold, uh, I will explain in a moment. Uh, welcome to my home. I am Lord Dietrich Arnulf. Uh, I am something of a. Plena merchant um and he sort of motions to everything around him nothing in this room looks like it comes from your world it's all weird and alien and there's some things that you don't know what they do and they're not magical but they give off light you have no idea what they are um Says, I am Dietrich Arnulf, and uh, this is my humble little home. Uh, The wedding was put on ever so quickly, so I did not get a chance to ask you about decorations and whatnot. I hope you like my choice.
3: Uh, But uh, there are
0: some things that still need to be set up, and I figure it's your day, so you should get some say in the final preparations. Uh, Now, there are only a few things we still need, and I'm a bit busy making you a wonderful cake, so I brought the doors right to you." And he points to the portals around you. Says, uh, to your left there, there's a door to my garden. Uh, now it's absolutely gorgeous, and I grow the most wonderful flowers from all across the multiverse. So if you would go in there, you can take a look through the flower beds, and pick out just a few flowers you like, any colors, uh, bring those back to my darling assistant, Miss Rhoda, and uh, we can recolor some of the decorations just for you. Uh, should not be too hard, and we will even make you a special bouquet. Um, to your right, there's the door to my wardrobe. Uh, Now, my normal clothes are in a special closet, everything else is experiments, creations, trade goods, you can have your full pick of anything in there. Um, All kinds of suits, dresses, traditional, non-traditional, anything you like. Um, Let's see... Sorry, I'm actually reading off a thing here. Uh, pick something out for each of you, and uh, if you see anything you would like for specific guests, you can also pick that out. Everything will be recolored, resized, what have you. Uh, and Mr. Kit, you may also pick out anything you like. I, I do believe I have some uh, uh, Dulmarig, Manmar-style clothing in there as well, if you prefer. Um, any Any color is available to you. Uh, there are some enchanted garments as well that can change from thing to thing, uh, my tailor will help you figure those out. Um, but uh, pick anything you like uh, to sort of set the, um, what do the kids call it today's a vibe. Uh, and behind you, that is the door to the kitchen. Now, I'm still making your cake special and keeping it away from all these little grubby cardboard hands. Uh, I'm making it in a separate room, but the chef has a uh, current reign of the kitchen. He is putting together everything for the dinner, of course, uh, for your reception. Uh, we would like you to pick out a starter, a main, some sides, some drinks, and of course dessert, and anything else you would like. Um, you can also, I would be honored if you would peruse my personal collection. I know this is a lot. Uh, <laughs> you can peruse my personal collection of wine, um, some things I even grew myself. I would be honored if you would pick out a vintage, and we will have it be just for your wedding, and I'll uh, maybe send you some extra bottles in the future that way uh, you have some for your anniversary. Um, once you have picked out everything, uh, my assistant will arrange the last-minute items and we will set everything up for your guests. Uh, enjoy yourselves, partake in the refreshments currently in the hall, uh, in between your tasks, you can come back in here any time you like, and we look forward to your big day." And he turns around and walks out the portal behind him.
3: What?
2: I thought we were having a farm wedding.
0: I thought um, so. The little blue kobold steps up. He's got his little claws, like, in front of him, like, clasped. And he says, Hi, um,
1: if you need anything, I'm here to help. I turn to Silas. I don't think I'm- I i do not I forgot how to breathe. I don't know. Am I breathing I don't think right I now?
0: breathed in about five minutes.
1: Oh, God. What- You guys should
2: happening? breathe more. Not a big deal.
1: Uh, hey, little- Hi. Hi. What the, the fuck? fuck? What the fuck? Hi Clive. What's fucking going on? Um, we're We're putting on a wedding.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, his voice is supposed to be different, but I can't do it.
2: It just it just sounds like Mickey Mouse to me.
0: <laughs> we're putting on a wedding. Oh. No, <laughs> he's he's a little sweeter than that, and not so fucking annoying. Um Hi, I'm Clive. <laughs> I have to like sink my head into my neck. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, oh no, I can't talk to him. <laughs> he, he talks kind of. I'll I'll chill out with the voice a little bit. He he talks kind of fast. So if you need me to repeat every anything, everything, um, just just let me know. Okay.
1: Can you start like at how the fuck we got here and Uh, I shouldn't say fuck around you you're super cute um um thank thank you uh are you like are you a kid or are you just like super adorable okay cool fuck then um I'm 55 Uh, whoa okay yeah definitely that's pretty old for a kobold oh okay yeah I was about to say don't you guys only live like 11 days or something no (laughs) no that's a that's a myth perpetuated by by,
0: uh, pop culture.
3: <laughs> 11 days! 11,
0: 11 days! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Though, honestly, with how clumsy some of these guys are, that's sometimes true.
1: Okay. Ooh. Um, Clive. You're yes. very sweet. Miss Veneer. No, uh, um, Um, are you sure? Yes, please, God. Um, oh, okay, mm-hmm. Erin. Uh
0: huh. Miss Rhoda Luke. is still standing there, just listening.
1: Okay, you, you look like you know more yes, about dear. this. Um,
0: uh, well, uh, not necessarily. I'm Lord Arnulf's personal assistant, of course, but Clive is actually the head housekeeper.
1: Okay. Um, he well,
0: knows more about the inner workings, but I will be helping you as well.
1: My, okay, he said he knew me. I don't know who this guy is, so I'm a little I freaked out. I don't know how he
0: knows you either. So, um, <sighs> we'll just have to figure out that mystery for ourselves. I think he must have known someone you're related to,
1: or something like that. I turned to Kit. Did Sylvie meet a flamboyant German weird guy? Okay, no, nope. doesn't exist. I don't think so. Whatever.
2: Uh, also, the I don't think we ever met a half-orc woman who changes her accent at the drop of a hat. Either. I'm sorry,
0: I can't <laughs> hold the southern bell. She's
2: kind of English, and she's kind of I know. She's kind of southern, and it's it's really inconsistent. I have I'm to handle sure. a
0: lot of accents today. Just say I do declare. A lot I right. do declare. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Arnov seems to know you quite well. Yeah. I have there to be, you go. I have to be more bland and like whip yeah. my neck.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) If you need anything, darling, you just let me know.
1: Okay. I don't know what's... I think I'm gonna... Pass out. I don't know. I
0: I would uh... not advise that. This is stone flooring.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um... This is
2: stone flooring.
1: (laughs) She's not that crazy, Southern. I know. So, So, I think there's been a big mistake...
0: I don't Um. believe so. And she looks down at her clipboard. She says, Miss Marin Veneer of Moore's Rest. Uh, Mr. Silas Moore. Uh, well, your majesty, I suppose. And he's like, uh, no. No, please. Good God. And she's like, uh, Mr. Moore, then. Uh, being married. Uh, mm, I'm losing
2: the... (laughs) (laughs) I do declare.
0: (laughs) Being married today in holy matrimony. (laughs) I have to put more energy in it to be blanche. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do think we have the right people. Okay, well, <laughs> I do,
3: I do.
1: So, so what is this guy doing this for? Is I just don't know. He's just a
0: bit strange, I think you've noticed.
1: Well, I wish he wouldn't have left so quickly so I could have put in a word edgewise, but Alright. Well, um, when
0: you work with uh, Lord Arnulf for an extended period of time, you will learn that he is um, eccentric, a bit of a fast talker, and he does what he wants.
1: And apparently, he wants to give me a whole bunch of stuff for my wedding?
0: Apparently so.
1: That's weird. Um,
2: <laughs> How are right. all the other guests going to get here?
1: Is this happening? What is happening? I don't even oh, know. Oh, uh, Zed, transportation
0: will be provided. It will not be quite as um, bumpy as Le- you oh, are.
1: Okay, listen. I. This guy knows me somehow. Apparently, he doesn't realize that I just want something little. I. We could have gotten fucking married on the ship for all I cared. Like, I. You know. It... Silas, you talk, please. I can't. Oh God. He
0: <laughs> he steps up to Rhoda. He's like, uh, "Yes, uh, not that the, not that the gesture isn't very kind. Um, this is unexpected and uh, respectfully a bit unwanted. We didn't want anything big. We just wanted." just wanted to get it done and then have dinner with everybody. And she nods, seems to understand and she says, well um, I don't know if I can dissuade Lord Arnolf but we can pull things back just a little bit so it's a little more understated.
1: Please.
0: Um, And she uh, looks at Clive who immediately like steps forward and uh he starts calling over these just scores of kobolds setting up play settings you see him like clap his little claws and they all look up and just starts calling out to them, and they start taking like extra forks and like soup spoons away, like fancy <laughs> that, stuff.
2: That, um, that's the scary thing. are like that. now, now you only have two forks, two no,
1: spoons, no, one no, knife,
2: no. and three chalices. Now only
1: two thousand people are going to come. Oh my they're they're
0: taking it from like fancy like multi-dish, multi-real sil- silverware place settings to something a little more understated. Um, instead Paper flake, like, Yeah. Instead of like <laughs> <Barbecue>. gold trim <laughs> on these beautiful china plates, they're putting out something a little more simple.
2: Um, Do they change the plate chargers so they're not so garish?
0: What is a plate charger? What is
2: that? It's the thing that goes under the plate that's all colorful.
0: They take those away.
2: Oh, okay. The um, chargers are gone. <laughs>
0: Are you talking like a place like, placemat?
2: No, there. So like, there's a placemat, and then there is a bigger plate that oh. goes under your plate. That is usually yeah. a color, and it's called a oh. plate charger. Yeah, it's okay. literally that decoration that was, yeah, for your plate.
0: Okay, no chart. <laughs> no chargers. Um, okay. The place. The place mats themselves. There are like these nice little mats underneath. Those are left, but you watch multiple kobolds who have, like, a sh- an extra sash around them, they pull out wands and they start recoloring things. Um, and Paper towels.
2: Paper <laughs> towels.
0: Not silk napkins. Dixie cups. Yes. No, it doesn't Dixie turn into cups. a southern shotgun wedding. It doesn't yeah, turn Jesus. into a
2: lobster boil.
1: Oh, I God. <laughs> yeah. No um, joke. I've been to some of those weddings.
0: Before. No, it, it becomes more like... Um, aside from the fact that you're inside a massive, like, palace stone hall, it becomes much more, like, I don't know, almost like, uh, what's the word, not like cookout, a little more fancy than that, Mm -hmm. um, but like, like like the farmhouse style thing where it's like fancy but it's like
1: rustic.
0: Like, middle class, like lower middle class. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't know how to
1: describe it it's anyway, like
2: the- it's like canopy tents and fold-out tables but yep. they're covered with nice tablecloths you're yes. like oh it looks nice but I it's also
1: too. but I like if you hit learn.
2: it too hard it's gonna fall over okay like, no
0: the tables are still nice but well no. yeah
2: i mean i'm sure they don't have plastic folding tables back here no no <laughs>
0: Um, but no, things are sort of drawn back a little bit, and you watch as some of these kobolds with wands like change the the tablecloths from this like rich, like tasselled, uh, red and gold like long coverings into these more simple, even like festive table runners that are much less fringy and and rich. Previously, it was like decorated for somebody with like a lot of money um now it's decorated for like anybody can come um but and then you watch as some of the decorations are changed from like traditional wedding style to more like seasonal um there are pulling pulling again from like hogwarts style you do notice that up in the air probably around like 15 feet above your head there are actual like fall leaves suspended in midair that just slowly drift around. Um, wow! Yeah. Fancy.
2: Are they on fire? No. Oh, they're not. Also, candles.
0: They're not candles. Man. There is a sourceless light to this room. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know where it's coming from because there are definitely no candles, no skylights, nothing. It's just lit. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Clive, as he watches all this happen, he comes back to you guys and says, Okay, um, so what would you like to do first, Miss Veneer? Uh, Marin. I mean,
1: what is there to do? There's. Well,
0: there's the yeah. garden where we can pick out some more colors and some flowers, um, and I don't know, uh, even decorations if you like some of the plants. Um,. And uh, he points over to the other one. He says, There's the tailor's shop and wardrobe where we can get you something nice to wear if you'd like. And then there is the kitchen, which we should probably go to last so that way the chef has enough time.
2: Um, go pick out your bouquet first because I need to see it so that I can fix all of this.
0: That's a good idea because then we'll have an idea of all the colors you'd like. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, sure. That that. Um. God, this is why I had people doing this for me. I. Okay. Do you sure. need me to hold your hand, Miss Mary? No. no, no. He says think... that
0: with gen- such genuineness.
1: Yeah, oh, you're s- so fucking cute. But no. Thank, uh, thank you. I'm good. Um. Whoo, all right. Let's do. It's go. okay.
0: You Breathe. feel. You feel. Silas, take your hand.
1: Okay. Oh, right. I don't need the sass kit. Alright. That was very selfie, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was pretty marin. No uh, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, They're I'm enjoying sisters, it at this yeah. point.
1: Yeah. Uh okay. Let's go. Oh. Um and uh, Let's go. Rhoda. We got time, we
2: got so much to do. Let's Rhoda. go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rhoda says, "I'll be here um, in the main hall if you need anything, and uh, if anything for whatever reason goes wrong, just walk back through the portal. I'll help you out, and of course, Clive will be there to assist."
2: Are the are the plants dangerous?
0: Um, not most dangerous? of them.
2: I'll go with you.
3: Well, yeah, yes, please do
0: stay together. It's very easy to get lost in here.
2: Okay. Oh my god.
0: Don't worry, we'll find you if you do.
2: Okay. Eventually.
1: <laughs> Alright, I guess Go on. I I'm just gonna follow Clive. Yep, he just totters his way
0: through this uh through this uh
1: This is know, not far off from my actual reaction of I don't know what to do. <laughs>
2: So.
0: Okay. Let me show you what the gardens look like. Oh boy. Oh god, I work so long on these maps.
2: I can only imagine.
1: I'm so overwhelmed.
2: All oh, the pumpkins. Oh
1: god, there's so much. There's
0: so many more kobolds there's out here. There's a snake.
2: There's a snake?
1: There's a snake at the bottom. Oh, there is. Yeah. Can't go there.
2: There's pumpkins and there's caberges. Caberges. <laughs>
0: Cavrages,
2: Cabergés, Cabergés and carotas. Did you yeah.
1: say egg rolls? <laughs> Cabergé egg rolls. Yeah.
2: Cavraged egg rolls.
1: We gotta, we
0: gotta invite yeah, the goose back. eggs. Um, so uh, as you guys step out, there's some um, chrysanthemums. You uh, hold on one second. I actually have to grab your tokens here.
2: There's a bunch of little piles of leaves or something.
0: We need Clive with us. Whoop. Oh, boy, the stream gets to see me actually do all the shit.
2: Uh, oh, who the fuck is this?
0: Um, you guys enter from the right side over here. Um, but yes, as you step out, you're immediately greeted to your right by several patches of berries, vegetables, fruits. To your left is a, an apple orchard. But in the middle is the largest fucking apple tree you have ever seen. Like, apple trees don't get that big. This one is probably around 50 feet tall, um, and just loaded with apples. Uh, Further ahead, you do see a little crossroad uh, with this big metal um, sort of deco set into the ground, and in the middle of that is a well. Uh, there's a little kobold there currently getting a buck of bucket of water. Uh, beyond that is a fountain far to the left. There is a flower and ivy-covered gazebo to the upper left of the map, up here. Um, and then down to the lower left you see several stations where, uh, kobolds are juicing pears and apples and making, like, starting the process of making cider and perry. Um, And then you see this huge green Canopy that covers more of these workstations And several kobolds Gathered underneath and around it And a gigantic stone Statue of a serpent
1: Oh it's a statue It's a statue I thought if we went down that path It looks very realistic But it's a statue Okay. (laughs) Um,
0: But yes Clive Steps out in front of you guys And, uh, he, he, like, folds his little claws into his sleeves, and he just sort of looks around a little bit and, uh, motions to all of these huge, uh, plots of flowers that line the pathways. Um, he says, anything you like, you can pick out, uh, it doesn't have to go with the current theme, we can recolor everything. Okay. Um, and he he sort of motions toward the gazebo. He says, "A lot of the sort of stranger and exotic flowers grow over there." And then he points uh, to uh, ahead toward the fountain. Says, "And that's where a lot of like wildflowers and um, like clover and stuff like that grows. If you like something more understated." And he points then off to his left and says. Uh, we can also do things like, uh, cherry blossoms and apple blossoms. Uh, anything you like.
1: I don't know what I like. I- I lean over to Silas and I'm like, I don't know what I like. I don't- I haven't had- I haven't thought about this. I don't know either. Uh, no. We're really bad at this. We're really bad at getting married. But
0: we've never done this before.
1: I know! <sighs>
0: Uh, and uh, to your right As you guys are stepping down the path With Clive You see another creature that you have never Seen in person Though this one may look a little more familiar Out of probably scary storybooks You see A gigantic Sylphie's gonna hate this A gigantic spider With oh, a Maren, woman's body At the top it, yeah. uh, Yes, Maren, God damn it <laughs> Uh, with oh, a woman's, okay. with a woman's body, a dark elf body with long silver hair and these, like, <laughs> horns coming off the back of her head. Um, she's wearing this, like, halter top and then a vest. Um, she has very, very muscular, uh, toned arms. And she's currently, uh, holding this basket of, uh, produce that she's been picking. She stands probably six feet tall or so... um... Wait... No, she'd be much taller because of the spider body. Uh, Mm -hmm. she'd probably Mm -hmm. actually stand around ten feet tall. So giant spider body, larger than average woman, um, just sort of overlooking all of these little kobolds working in the garden plots. Um, the actual spider body is probably most like... um... Probably most like a uh, uh, fucking, what are they called? Brown Recluse. Um, and set on the back of the thorax and abdomen uh, is this white swirling pattern that just sort of like swirls over itself. Um, but uh, is sort of set into this weird, weird body. Um, but she also has like saddlebags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost like a centaur would um cause that's basically what she is a spider centaur she's a drider um mm-hmm. and uh yeah there's supposed to be monsters from the underdark that mm-hmm. serve loth yeah. so seeing one of them in the broad fucking maybe daylight because there is a sky but there's definitely no sun um is weird uh
1: I'm going to casually step behind Silas so that I don't see the giant spider lady
0: (laughs) Uh, but she sees you guys Um, she makes her way over Uh, it's I don't know if you find this better um, but bigger spiders tend to be a little bit slower and they don't have that jerky motion to them it's much more smooth Um, and she she sort of like
1: furry legs no she's not furry Um,
0: it, yeah, she's like a brown recluse meets black widow, kind of, kind of spider. Um, but she makes her way over, um, very smooth motion of walking because there's so many legs and she sort of looks you guys up and down, not, not sure of what you're doing here. Uh, but she does see Clive with you and she sort of leans back and crosses her arms says, Clive what a is doing in my garden and Clive looks up at her and says, these are guests of Lord Arnulf uh, this is Miss Veneer and she uncrosses her Elizabeth. arms <laughs> she uncrosses her arms and says, oh I thought we weren't expecting you until later welcome
1: uh, thank you and she like
0: peers over Silas because she's tall enough she's like are you alright
1: the day has just been a little overwhelming and uh, you don't
0: like spiders do you
1: I, no I love spiders what are you talking it's about it's
0: okay if you don't I get it a lot
1: okay yeah they freak me out uh, but you're I'm sure you're great
0: I don't bite
1: Good. That's nice Silas uh, is still holding
0: your hand He's like Um If it's not too rude Um What in the world Uh What is this place And uh she Leans back uh, a little further Much more relaxed now Let me pull the map back up Um <clears throat> she introduces herself she says, my name is Ulsa Vordesa um, I am Lord Arnulf's groundskeeper, I suppose um, you are in well, you are in Borderholt and um, Silas nods slowly like, do I know what that is make a history check, both of you
2: okay
1: Probably not. <laughs> Probably
2: not. Ten.
0: Nope. Uh, Fourteen. <laughs> no, nope, no idea. Okay. Um, but Ulsa explains. She says, "This is Lord Arnulf's. Um, what do you call it? A pocket plane. Uh, it is its own place. It, it is not tethered to uh, Atlaan. It is not." tethered to a world. it It's almost a ship of sorts. We go everywhere. And Silas nods and says, There are other places than atlarn uh, I mean, of course, there are the Plane of Fire, Plane of Water, but those places? And she nods, says yes, and Faerun, and... Uh, many other places uh, uh, Gray, is it called Greyhawk? I think it's called Greyhawk um, We've been to Exandria, we've been to many places
3: Wow Hmm. Uh,
1: I can barely handle it Lauren. Uh, I
0: myself am from Faerun I am a bit out of my element here, I suppose, but It is a good life. <laughs> I knew you were gonna laugh at that she's a little too severe to be taken seriously yeah. when she says that um, so <laughs> she looks at Kit and says we don't have your kind in Faerun what are you?
2: uh I am an Elusir
0: Elusir, you look like an elf
3: Ah, uh, yeah
0: the I years. do a
2: little bit, yeah.
0: Well, mm-hmm. technically, Elusir are elves. Technically, technically, technically. Um, they're um, they're just different.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. We kind of we are sort of, but not really
0: furry elves.
2: Yeah, furries mostly.
0: <laughs> like yes. tabaxi, but less fur.
2: Yeah, except we can choose the animals we look like. Interesting.
0: I think we have a word for you where I come from. You're a, you're a shifter.
2: Yeah, that'll work.
0: The creator of this world came up with such an interesting name for your kind.
2: Mm. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no. The creator of this world is also slightly egotistical.
0: Nah, no, not nah. <laughs> excuse me while
2: I let my NPCs stroke my ego
0: (laughs) no that is not at all what this is she doesn't say that Um, but uh, she motions to the gardens and says uh, you are free to anything free to snack on anything you see as well Um, and if any of the plants bite let me know right away and she walks away
2: oh god let me know right away because they're fucking poisonous
1: <laughs> uh alright I guess I just walk around okay and see what strikes my fancy well what would strike your fancy I don't know.
0: there's literally every color every style anything you can think
3: of
1: I guess I'm a little bit more into the wildflower thing. Okay. This is like giving me flashbacks to my own wedding. Oh my god. Just too god. much. It's just. I'm like, so
0: sorry. But it's I. It's okay. But I had just this like, like. I had like this brain like explosion. <laughs> and I was just like, this is such a good idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just like every minute detail. And I'm just like. I don't know, man, I just want to... taking taken care of the minute details. They're
0: asking you for the decor choices. The,
1: well, that seems minute to me, personally. But... Well,
0: if you want to really boil it down, they're asking you what colors do you like, what food do you want, and what do you want to wear. That's, yeah. like, the only things. Everything else has already been kind of taken yeah. care of, uh, according to Lord Arnulf. But uh, as you make your way uh, past the well, uh, toward the fountain where... Ulsa and Clive have pointed out where there's more wild flowers growing. Um, You will find wild lavender, um, probably. Oh god, I don't know the names of flowers. Uh, But Uh, just. Goldenrod. Yes.
2: You'll find goldenrod and purple aster and. uh, What else would be growing? There'd probably be some choumet. Some like staghorn sumac in there, and there'd be these little daisies that kind of look like baby's breath, but a little bigger and uh, I'm just naming Michigan wildflowers <laughs> at this point. uh there'd That'll be work. snapdragons and there'd be clover, pink, white, red, um oh boy. there would be grapevines like
1: uh, you know those what? lavender sounds great what I like lavender okay. lavender smells good
0: um yeah, there there are these like. There's a couple different varieties. I'm not gonna ask you to pick a variety. I'm not gonna make you like pick the the <laughs> genus Research and species. What, yeah. um, but there pick is... the French
2: province of yeah. the one that you like the most. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Get, get the
0: Burgundy. Um, but uh, there's a couple there's a couple different ones that are very specific. There's the ones that are like the very like st- literally stocky, like super tall ones. With the sort of like cylinder blooms. And then there's some that are more
1: like soft and delicate. Um, I'm gonna get some of the stocky ones. Now I'm kind of getting into it. I'm okay. gonna get some of the stocky ones and then I'm gonna pick some of the little daisies too. Okay, okay. And I'm gonna take one of the daisies and I'm gonna put it in Silas's hair, like behind his ear. Thank you. Cute, cute. You look adorable. I'm going for a thing here, Marin. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you are, and I just kind of pat his cheek.
2: <laughs> I really want to make suggestions, but Kit won't, wouldn't, so right. I'm just like trying to keep my mouth shut.
0: I mean, I don't but know. he could. He, he could. could. He's never you gotten a druid this before.
2: That's true. That's You're true. A I'm a this druid now. Whole thing. Um. Well, the purple. This is this is me talking. Uh-huh. Uh, the purple is complementary with yellows and golds. So if you do like yellows and golds and oranges, and then throw the purple in there, that'd be like a really nice. Okay, color I'll combo. get
1: some of the goldenrod too, yeah. and it would suit the fall theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll get um, some of the goldenrod
0: too. Yeah. As you as you gather up a couple of each flower, uh, Clive is watching you, like seeing what you pick out, and you see him like pull out this little notebook and jot down. Um, and after you've, like, picked a bit of each, he steps up to you and says, Hmm, I think I can make a really nice bouquet out of that.
1: Perfect. Hmm. Go and
0: he holds out his little claws. I'll hand it over. And Purple, he...
2: white, and gold. That's a great combination. Yeah, it is.
0: He, he takes it and just, like, buries <laughs> his face in it and then goes and picks some more. Um, and after he picks, like, a good bunch, he sort of trims the stems down with his claws. And once they're kind of, like, compact and not super, like, over-the-top huge, he, uh, just sort of, like, flicks his wrists and they disappear. Um, he says, I'll arrange those later. Um, and he turns to you and says, um... Is there anything else you'd like to see there, uh, food-wise, um, anything in the garden you really like?
3: Uh,
1: I guess I'll look over, you said there were some apple blossoms on the apple trees? Yes. Okay. Uh, if I could get some, some off there too.
0: Just some of the blossoms. Okay. And he goes toddling over, and all these apple trees are way too tall for him. Um, but um, he pulls out a little wand, and you see it casts, uh, casts a version of Mage Hand that goes up and like starts plucking some blossoms off the trees. Um, they seem to be... The orchard seems to be almost in... Each row is in a different stage of growth. So, like, one stage is a little bit barren and sort of making its way along. The next stage is beginning to bloom. The next stage is in full bloom. The next stage is starting to grow. Apples in the last stage is, like, ready to pick. Um, but the tree at the very center that the branches just extend over the entire orchard, um, almost like this mother tree at the middle, um, seems to be constantly blooming. Um, and uh, as, as he gets down a few of the blooms and like wrist pockets those away, you realize that's what he's doing. Um, he motions to the big tree uh, and says, Um, Miss v- Marin? Marin? Mm-hmm. Good, good job. Um, <laughs> someone told me your sister liked apple trees? Yeah. But
3: he's
2: yeah. well informed. That,
1: yeah. How um, did. Okay.
0: Can I? It, up to you. Um, we were planning on leaving a seat open for her. Um, and would you mind if I put a apple blossom garland on it? Yeah, that would be lovely. Okay. And he zooms off uh, to go get some apple blossoms from the main tree. Um, make a perception check,
1: all of you. Oh God snake statue comes to life and attacks you. 27. That's what you thinking. <laughs> Five. And what? <laughs> Five. Oh, great.
0: Uh, kit. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely off,
2: see everything.
0: Off toward the gazebo, there's a particular tree just beyond it that catches your attention. Um, it at first appears almost like an oak, but with like really really big leaves. Um, but you notice the you notice the leaves are like a little fat, like they have some heft to them, um, almost like um, almost like succulent the leaves, mm-hmm. um, and the branches aren't like they don't branch off into little twigs; they're all like super super strong, like thick limbs, um, and the tree itself looks like it twists as it grows, um, and at the very top of it, you see. In the nest of the branches, you see this beautiful white orchid flower growing out of the center of it. Um, sort of this delicate little plant in the middle of this weird alien tree. Um, make me a wisdom save.
1: Uh... Okay. <laughs> I knew this place would do good for you. Uh,
2: 25.
0: God damn it. You just made it. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's a moment where you see that little flower and you're like that would be perfect. We need that. We we should take it with us. And you find yourself taking a couple steps and then you stop. You're like, "Wait, what? No. Alien tree. No." What? And you kind of think better of yourself.
2: Is Clive still there?
0: Uh, he's gathering apple blossoms, but he's okay. nearby.
2: Yeah, hey, Clive. Yeah. Uh, what's the weird tree over there with the flower in it that just tried to convince me to pick it?
0: Oh, sorry. I should have warned you about that. Um, that's a carnivorous tree. You shouldn't touch oh. it. Uh... Well? It's, um... It's actually from Atlaran, um, but it's from the Underdark. Um, it's actually a mushroom. Or kind of. Wow. Um, they apparently, Lord Arnulf says they grow under the Monomaric
2: hmm I'll make sure not to go there
0: <laughs> yeah that's probably, just don't go to the Underdark like Ulsa's yeah. cool but other people from the Underdarks of all kinds of different worlds are not that great
2: uh okay well, nobody else look at the tree
1: what, um, what tree?
2: nope, just don't okay yep there isn't a tree okay there is no tree it's a mushroom
1: there's what huh huh whatever okay let we got flowers it's all good uh let's go (laughs) do something else uh clive comes zooming back
0: over as he wrist pockets more flowers he's like okay next up um the tailor shop and he just zooms (sighs) through the portal
1: i was just gonna wear this I'm just wearing, like, pants Like, regular ass clothes (laughs) Well
0: I mean They said they have quite a collection I'm sure we could come up with something understated Okay You don't have to choose anything No,
1: I should, though Like, it is, like You know A big deal, right? I I, I just You know me, I don't want to be, like front and center and
3: this but, is your I guess wedding
1: the, I I know I know that's the problem <laughs> if you weren't so listen if you weren't the captain of the queen of the cradle like I would just suggest the the captain marry us while we were on there but you know I, what you can't really marry yes. both of us so. I,
0: I can't marry myself unfortunately yeah, yeah.
1: As hard as you would want to, I know you <laughs> would give
0: uh, me the opportunity. You don't know me at all if you think that's what I'm I want to do. joking.
1: It's a joke.
0: I know. <laughs> okay. But I'm not letting you have the joke because I'm an asshole.
2: Oh my god. Is this over? Jesus. Oh my god. That was, that was painful.
0: But... You'll understand when someday when you grow up, kid, and he steps through the portal.
1: Somewhere, Sylphie is so happy.
0: <laughs> Somewhere in a pile of ash, Sylphie yep. is very
2: happy. Oh my god.
1: She's
0: just like, brrrr! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Um, as you guys make your way back through the portal and into the main hall, uh, Miss Rhoda is still there. Uh, and you see Clive walking up to her with uh, a bunch of these apple blossoms and handing them to her as he's, like, whispering to her. Um, She takes them and uh, Sort of considers them And nods and He goes and gives the apple blossoms To a bunch of kobolds that are waiting nearby um, Along with some of the uh, Along with the flowers That he's going to arrange um, And they're taken away Uh, And uh, Miss Rhoda looks at all of you And says Well that was fast Um,
1: Uh, Oh I should have taken more time Uh
0: No not at all Um (laughs)
2: I just... They were expecting us to get eaten by the tree.
1: Oh, the tree!
0: Tr- I'm so sorry about him. He's very um, <laughs> persuasive.
2: Yeah, well, he's not that persuasive. Well, clearly. Yeah, good thing for me, I'm stubborn as fuck.
0: It's true. In in indeed, Mister Kit.
2: And wise. I'm so wise.
0: That's less true, but. Well, um. <laughs> 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 she motions to the other portal across the way. She says, uh, our tailor, our Joss, is, uh, waiting for you whenever you're ready. Um, take your time or don't, whatever you like. What? I what? just looked at the next map. All right, continue. Oh, I haven't seen it
2: yet. This is the biggest Uh-oh. Furcon we've ever been to.
0: <laughs> I had that thought while I was building this. It's like there's so many fucking furry things here. There're canatars, oh, there're tabaxis. Yeah.
2: Everywhere. Yes. Furries yep.
0: and scalies with all the kobolds. And
2: scalies. Oh my god. <laughs> um like we're at Furcon in Chicago.
0: Yep. Indeed. I cater to all (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But especially
2: the fuzzy ones Especially the
0: fuzzy ones Listen, I have no shame in being a furry I don't mind Uh Um, But yeah, uh, Clive goes And makes his way through the portal um, And Miss Rhoda Smiles at all of you and says Well, have fun And um, enjoy playing dress up It's very fun when you have access To the kind of clothing That Lord Arnolf does Okay, thanks you uh, are you okay? Ms. Yes,
1: Benet? it's great, thank you really like this is very generous and nice.
0: That sounds like a forest. thank you. No. I know we're overwhelming you, darling Just, oh okay it's it's fine. Thank you. have fun, dear. Thanks, I will. Silas, still holding your hand, is like, let's go. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm just as awkward as you are. I just don't have the inclination to talk.
1: I don't know why. Like, it's just like... It's
0: how you fill space. I don't know why you do it, but you do it.
1: I don't
2: know. I love to talk.
1: Yeah, yes, I'm the on. talkiest
2: damn thing you ever saw.
1: Fine, get talking then. You get to actually make man,
0: decisions.
2: What?
1: Could I
0: could I talk to you for just a moment? Oh, God. Something unrelated.
1: You're. Sure, yeah, feel free to converse. You're calling it off, aren't you?
0: Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> come here. And he, okay, like, right. wraps an arm around you and takes you off to the side of it.
1: Okay. Can't go go pick out something to wear.
2: Oh my god. Oh god. It and is taking forever. Go
1: pick out something to wear. You, they said you could pick out something too. Go.
2: I'll go, go first and go pick out something to wear while they're chit chatting.
1: Okay,
0: we'll get to you in a second.
2: Okay.
1: Um,
0: Silas takes you over to the side, away from the many, many kobolds. Um, less now that they've figured out the place settings, but um, he takes you off to the side of the hall and says, First of all, no, I'm not calling off the wedding. Good. Just get that out of your head, I'm not backing out. Okay. Insight check. I'm serious. (laughs) Okay. Insight check!
1: Okay. I'll do it just for funsies. I was kind of joking. We roll deception. No. God. Uh, ten. You're not
0: sure. Uh... (laughs) You- there's something, it's not necessarily him. It's your own anxiety <laughs> in your head building up you. like a single look or a single word said weird. That's just like, he doesn't want this. He's just doing this because he's nice. Oh God. Oh God. What
1: was that, what was that eyebrow? We're going to be
0: divorced in like two days. Oh God.
1: You did You did like an eyebrow thing. You, you did I this. I always do eyebrow things that are yeah, you, like, you did it like a little bit more <laughs> than usual. Okay. Sorry. Nope. To, um, what did you want to tell me I didn't want Gnarling. to t-
0: <laughs> that's my word Thank I you. know uh, Just. Tell I me. think yours is just sigh at this point Yeah. both the sound and the word
3: I- <laughs> literally
0: <laughs> god he's clever okay <laughs> just pat myself on the back. Um, (laughs) I can't think of, like, quick-witted stuff unless I'm playing a quick-witted character. Um, But yeah, he says, I actually wanted to ask you if I may take your name. Oh. As sweet as it is that Quinn offered me the Phaelon name, offered both of us, I assume, I... Don't feel I have the connection with these people as of yet. Um, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Well, so and I don't really feel I have the rights, being who I am. Um, but that aside, uh, after what you've told me of your dear mother and after meeting Sylvie, I—I I think I'd like that name. And. Silas Veneer sounds very dashing. It does, doesn't
2: it? Sounds like a paint.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Good. I like it. I don't know why I was so nervous to ask that question.
1: I don't know either. What, did you think I was going to say no?
0: I don't know what I thought.
1: I kind of pinch his cheek a little bit.
0: He looks, like, upflick Um (laughs) Says I I felt I wasn't worthy to ask it But I I'm starting to think that I could become worthy of it
1: or do you
0: think you are? Uh, well, um, before my heart explodes uh, Let's go on um, <laughs> Aw,
3: you're so cute uh, uh,
0: Shut up <laughs> um, But yeah, he takes your hand And you walk through the portal And you, uh, after Kit Who's had a moment to take this sight in Are met by The most gorgeous Lion Tabaxi He's ripped. Aslan. Um, he's Aslan. kind of, kind of like Aslan. Aslan <laughs> as far... If you're into Aslan, oh sure, that's exactly what he is. Um, but no, he's... I
2: imagine there's like a fan in his hair, yeah. it's just like
0: yeah. Like, it's this long. Maybe
2: he's born with it.
0: He has he's this like, long, maybe it's thaumaturgy golden mane. Um, he's standing under an air conditioning vent. Uh yeah. like Matt. He's like Matt. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, he has, he's wearing this very nice, um, actually kind of similar to what I'm wearing, brocade vest, uh, over a white shirt, uh, dark trousers, no boots because Tabaxi don't need to wear them. Um, and he has, like, a tailor's tape measure around his neck, and he's got, like, a little apron, like a half apron with, uh, some stuff, uh, different tools in it. Um, and he's got, uh, he would have, like, the little pince because you can't get glasses to fit a tabaxi, so he's got the little ones that clip onto the bridge oh, of the nose. Cute. Um, and at the moment, he has this, uh, what looks to be, a, like, a, basically a kobold-sized little little suit in his hands on a hanger. And he's looking at a tear in one of the sleeves um, as this uh, other little kobold is up next to him looking kind of sheepish. Um, oh but uh, he looks down at the cobalt at the and says, I'll fix it in a moment, and he goes and oh. hangs it on uh, the edge of a desk uh, at Taylor's workstation and he turns and sees all of you and says, oh oh, I wasn't ready for this, hello hi you hello. must be Miss Veneer. yes that see,
2: is I'm me. chopped liver
0: <laughs> and you must be Mr. Kit.
2: That's right.
0: And he looks at Silas and says, "Like you, you don't need to. It, it's fine." He says, and
2: he is Mr. Moore.
0: Yes. Um. Well. Uh. Hello. I. Uh. Well, God. What's his name? Um.
2: Joss Whedon. Joss.
0: <laughs> shut up. Joss, Joss Yara. Yara. Um, yeah. Yes, his name is Joss Yara. I says, uh, my name is Joss Yara. I'm uh, Lord Arnulf's uh, personal tailor, uh, chief cook and bottle washer, whatever needs doing. And um, I suppose I'm here to help you pick out something, uh, fit you for whatever you'd like. Uh, I'm at your Uh, command.
2: uh, uh, If you don't mind, I have... something i need to do while they're fucking around so if we could just pick mine out real quick yeah
0: Uh, let him go first sure Uh, sorry uh any particular culture you'd like um
2: uh i just want to fit in
0: so i
2: suppose we're going with the
0: sort of uh casual constanian style
2: I don't know what that means he points at Silas who's worth Oh yeah this I mean that's that's fine if we could do something a little less ridiculous yeah
0: um, yes we'll get you something without a cravat and something with a lower collar that yeah. should I think that'll suit you a bit better uh, something fitted for uh, you got nice arms we'll show them off with the oh. tight fitted sleeves.
1: No, don't uh, say that. His ego is just going to swell and, uh, to the Well, he, he reaches up and...
0: <laughs> he reaches up and, like, scratches his chin. He's like, And a vest. A fitted, close vest. That'll be nice. Uh, brocade, of course, to match the occasion. And he uh, turns toward one of these gigantic ro- uh, wardrobes and opens it up. And you see it is bigger on the inside. Um, he <laughs> opens it up and actually steps up my into God. it. It's like watching Oz go through There's so the
2: much fucking fan service going on <laughs> in this episode. It is there ridiculous. Is. Edlin's is.
1: got the TARDIS.
2: Oh His name is God. Joss
1: Whedon. Yeah. Actually, I was going for
0: more of a Narnia <laughs> it's feel. It's a furry
2: convention.
0: I was going for more of a Narnia feel, but sure, TARDIS. Um, but yeah, my he God. actually steps up into the wardrobe. Um, and Is there was, a witch in there?
2: Because there's, there's a lion in probably, that wardrobe. There's
0: probably a witch in one of them. <laughs> because all a lot of the kobolds are witches. So You just yeah. open
1: up one and they're like, blah.
0: <laughs> Little kobolds just like, meh! <laughs>
2: um, my <yeah>. god.
0: <laughs> I'm on I win. I <laughs> win! Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh god, god, I love Spurt. He's so good. He inspires every kobold I make.
1: R.I.P. Um, Spurt.
0: <laughs> uh but yeah he steps up into the wardrobe it's like a walk-in closet inside um and he starts going through this vast array of constanian style uh which to us would be victorian and edwardian style uh clothing and he motions kit after him
2: I follow, I suppose, into the wardrobe of doom.
0: Um, so to kind of go with what you're wearing, um, instead of the, like, high-collared uh, suit shirt, he gets you more of a Henley style, like, uh, (laughs) uh, more of a Henley style with the, uh, with the button sleeves in the front. uh, I call in, make
1: sure, make sure his, his stomach's covered up. He's usually walking around with his midriff hanging out. I don't think that's proper wedding attire. Uh, okay. Um, You don't yeah. have
2: like a vest crop top? <laughs> I, I do. Oh.
0: But, um, the lady makes the rules on this occasion. Oh.
1: I'm, I'm not really taking it that seriously. He can do
0: whatever he wants. I'm I just, a wh- joke. What would you like, Mr. Kit?
2: Yeah, we'll just go with the vest. That's All fine. There.
0: And he reaches I'll up. I'll take
2: it off as soon as we're done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Uh, but he reaches up and he pulls down this beautiful black brocade vest. Um, and, That's paisley,
2: uh, I might add. Oh,
0: it's paisley? Okay. Yeah, well, oh, you can't, can't see it, but
2: it's all like. Oh, see oh now
0: it? I can tell. Yeah. It's oh, It's yeah. all paisley mine's, in a slightly different color. Mine's more brocade. Um, but, uh,. Yeah, he, he pulls down this vest for you. And as he like puts it around you and it's it's a double breasted in the front, as it he is. buttons it up yes, I know it is. I have that exact vest or used to. <laughs> um, he as he buttons it up, you feel it shrink to fit oh. you. So it's like it's like a nice tight fit, but it's not going to be like annoying. Um and Spandex. Then, compression. Yeah. Uh and he puts that on over Probably what's more of... uh, Similar to a Henley, but I believe it's called a French Union shirt. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a little fancier, nicer cloth with a slight collar, but not much. Mm -hmm. Just a Um, little... A little, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) gets you into that. Um, he gets you a fairly comfortable, uh, set of trousers that are not too loose, not too tight. Um... And he says, "Do you wear shoes? <laughs> That's okay. I've got something no. that'll work and okay. he goes over and he pulls uh from a from a an actual shoe box he pulls out this sort of soft black like moccasin leather um style pair of boots that from the outside uh appear almost um." Appear almost like tall, like Oxford style boots. Almost, um, what's the best way to describe them? I guess they're a little more similar to like Chelsea boots with a harness,
2: okay. Um,
0: but they're very soft. Um, they don't have like a hard sole to them, so it doesn't mess with your feet. Uh, but wearing them, it looks like just normal shoes. Um, so a little more freedom of movement for you. Um, he figures that out, like, tucks the trousers into the tops of the boots a little bit to give it this specific look. Um, and he stands back and looks at you, comes up and, like, reaches out and then stops and says, Can I fix
2: your hair? Yes.
1: Do you still have your hat on? Your invisible hat?
2: Oh, Oh, I forgot about the hat. That's the other <laughs> piece I'm attuned to. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. There's all three. Okay. Uh, I I'm like, hold on, just a second, and I take the hat off, and I put it in my bag of holding.
0: Um, he reaches up, and actually more similar to your character art, he does the like the like uh, ra- uh braids around the top of the around the top of the head, and pulls back the rest into this like. Nice little ponytail and back, almost um, almost like a what's the word? I don't know what the word is.
2: A man bun.
0: Not a man. It's more like a top knot.
2: Okay. Um, but
0: very like not um not messy. Um, and he pulls that back, and it's not too different from what you normally have, but it's just a little more put together. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, and um, we do have all sorts of uh, accessories. If you'd like a pocket watch or something to go with it. Um, I don't know what your style is, but um, in he actually leans out the wardrobe and points to another one and says, everything's in there. You can pick out whatever you like. Okay.
2: I'll go over to it. Okay.
0: He steps out as Kit is doing that and looks at Marin and Silas. Now, um, do you two want to keep the lady's outfit a secret as a sort of traditional, or do you want to pick out together? I'll make sure you match
1: either way. Uh, I look at him. That's up to you. I don't
0: care. Um. Why not? Okay. Sure. We'll
1: keep
0: it secret. You, um, pick out what you like, and, um... He will make sure I match. Perfect. Yeah. And Joss
1: holds open the wardrobe door for you. And as I walk by him, I say, Hey, I really love Firefly. Um, <laughs> No, I don't say that.
0: Oh, Joss Whedon. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I never watched Firefly. It's um, okay. <laughs> I don't understand. I had this... to make
1: some sort of Joss Whedon joke. <laughs> Fine, Buffy. It's like the I name like... Joss. Uh, yeah. I... <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, you step in And as you step in, uh, the wardrobe is different from what it was just a moment ago There is a full blend of full more of snow
2: <laughs> More
0: <laughs> More masculine It's a sea cave now Um, yep. no, there's a blend of ma- more masculine, more feminine clothing Um, anything can be sort of mixed and matched for whatever you like You don't have to wear a dress Um and uh, he motions to everything, says, uh, Are you thinking more of the Constanian style, or uh, something a little more understated, or... What do you fancy? Um. I see you're, uh, you and your uh, fiance there they're dressed a bit more Constanian, uh, so... Yeah. That's sort of what I have prepared, but I can make anything.
1: Uh, I mean, we can stick with this style, that's fine. Uh, nothing crazy, I guess. Um, I guess I don't need high collars anymore. I really kind of did that to cover up something, but I don't know. Alright. I still have a bandage, I guess, so maybe high collars would be good. That can be arranged.
0: Um, okay. are you thinking something more, uh, something more festive and like a bit more frilly or are you thinking something understated and sort of uh utility Uh,
1: I mean I guess something that won't something that I won't mind wearing for a few hours I guess okay. something that I'm not going to want to rip off of me as soon as this I is I won't
0: done. make you wear anything uncomfortable ah. don't worry ah. um hmm and he glances around. He says, "I'm aware that you occasionally wear this uh, this blue jacket." Yeah. Uh, do you want a dress or something else? Dress is fine. I'm fine with dresses. Okay. He glances over, and um, he goes over to one rack that has this uh, longer sort of. Uh, longer black dress on it. It has um, it's sort of like cut to be like shoulder uh, it's a shoulderless dress so it like cuts across the chest and the just under the shoulders like follows the clavicle almost um, but it's, it's still cut high enough that it won't just fall off um, almost like Yasha's dress a little bit oh, okay. um, but not yeah. quite the insane hip slit yeah, <laughs> uh, it's not, it's not a, a it's not an underwearless dress. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he takes that and he says, "Dark, or light."
1: Dark's good. All I'm right. sure he'll go for dark. So I, I assumed.
0: Uh, it seems there's not going to be a lot of white at this wedding, but what little there is will pop. And uh, he steps up to you, sort of holds the dress in front of you. He says. Uh, do you like the shoulderless? would you like a shawl Um, being that the neck thing
1: yeah that's a little exposed
0: Uh, Uh, let me one moment and he sets the dress aside and he goes and plucks out this uh, to sort of match your attire he plucks out this like dark blue um partly like what's the word almost like a macrame shawl um it, it has very much like fall vibes to it it's like halfway oh. between macrame and cable knit yeah oh. start
2: looking like stevie nicks
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah kind of um but it has enough coverage that it will kind of sit on the back of your neck and cover up anything um but it'll leave it'll sort of uh, hang down, almost curtain-like, um, it's got this very, with the dress, it's got this very flowy quality to it, um, it just sort of drapes while the dress actually fits to the form a little more, um, he says, this should be comfortable, and, um, I mean, I think you'd look lovely in it, you clearly already look lovely in these, God damn it, I'm going Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Good eye. Uh, my mother's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my gateway phrase. I
2: love that that's the gateway for Scottish forever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it has to be for an American.
2: Thank you, Robot Chicken.
0: You. Well, no, thank you, Merida. Yeah. Well, yeah,
2: but Robot Chicken is the one that says oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, he says, uh, I think you'll fit into these colors quite nicely already, so... Uh, these are of course an option. Uh, we can go for something a little light to go against the dress. We can change the color of the shawl as well. Um, but uh, I don't want to weigh you down with anything frilly. I, you don't strike me as a frilly sort of person. No. Oh. Uh, well here, try these on. Um, and he, he offers them to you and like shows you there's this little uh outside the wardrobe on either side there are these colored like little changing tents that have been sent up and actually set up and actually hang from the ceiling. He says, try those on if you want to um mix around a bit, uh we can. Uh Mr Moore, uh come in. And he pulls Silas in so he doesn't see what you're what you're trying out.
2: Oh, um while they're yes. while they're doing this say I did stop by the accessory tent and I actually I'm just going to go with this that yeah. I picked this out <laughs> I so it's you. like a silver yeah. and red wire circlet with five garnets set into it mm-hmm. um, just because you know why not and Cause then because I can and I actually own it so and it's pretty yeah. uh so I- now
0: your Halloween costume <laughs> makes sense yeah
2: and uh I was just getting dressed for the wedding and um then I am going to go back through the portal into the main area and I'm going to begin ritually casting a spell. What spell? <laughs> we'll get there. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, Miss Rhoda. Cause I sees want it you... to
2: be a reveal for Marin okay. when she comes back out. So I need 10 minutes.
0: Uh, Rhoda sees you come back and says, uh, can I help you Mr. Kit?" Uh,
2: no, I'm actually, I'm going to decorate the whole hall.
0: Uh, well, that's what all of our helpers are here for. Anything they can do to help you?
2: Um, just, this will all technically be an illusion, so any accent pieces they can throw in would be great once I get it done.
0: Of course. Go ahead. Um, and she sort of steps back and gives you your space.
2: I sit down in the middle of that stone circle. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you what the spell is. Okay. But I that take out I take out a stone, a twig, and a leaf, a green leaf that I took from the garden. I just hold them all out in front of me and start start making some fucking magic. Okay. Uh,
0: yes, but Mara, <laughs> you uh you managed to change pretty quickly into this dress. It is shockingly comfortable. Like the the kind fabric looks much more uncomfortable than it is. And the the shawl isn't like scratchy like you thought it might be. It feels all very soft and light. Almost to the point where you're like, Am I actually wearing anything? And you are.
2: <laughs> oh, jokes on um, you. That spider bitch made all of this silk that you're wearing.
1: Oh um, no. That's not how that <laughs> works. Oh,
2: okay. Well.
1: Uh now the million dollar question does it have pockets yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Marin has a moment where she's like looking in a in a full length mirror and is like swishing the dress back and forth and then you like touch your hips there's pockets there just like, you're just like fuck yes
1: this is it i lean out i just pop my head out and go this is it
0: <laughs> and you hear Joss laugh. He's like, "I thought you'd like those." <laughs> um, but a uh, little kobold comes up to you as you're sort of like getting a feel for the for the dress. I'm like swishing around, yeah. like yeah. And uh, or well, it would be Clive that comes up to you. and Says, "Um, is there anything else you'd like? Uh, the, we have decorative belts. Um, if you want a veil, though, I don't know if." You do. Uh, um, we have all kinds of jewelry, armbands, uh, bangles, anything you like.
1: Um. What if I just had? So my Halloween costume makes a little bit of sense. What if we just had like a little cool brooch or something?
0: Okay. <laughs> um. And he looks at it. He's like, I think. I'm, yeah. And he goes and runs off to the accessory wardrobe. Um. Make a perception check, Sophie.
2: Oh, no! no. I left the room already! There's a fucking killer closet in here. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's actually a mushroom. Oh, shit. From the Underdark. Oh, it's a mimic. Oh, there's chests!
1: Uh, 13.
0: One of the chests is not where it last was. Oh, no! It's, um... It's kind of shifted out of place, but nobody moved it. I love am I, how Am I by myself? God. Um, there's a couple other kobolds in here doing other stuff, but you're like kind of in your own little space.
2: I love that Taylor was like, let me give you a beautiful wedding with monsters.
1: And also things could eat you. Yes. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to take out the overwatch and i'm just going to i'm not gonna like (laughs) i'm not gonna shoot it i'm just gonna like take the length of it and kind of see if i can like open the lid.
0: You have bit. a rapier. Um, oh, I do! Uh, I forgot! Like a, no, no, <laughs> Not, it's the gun. No, the gun, gun is
1: the gun. totally right, on character.
0: Gun, <laughs> fucking 50 caliber elephant gun. Yeah, just kind of like- Use the silencer at the <laughs> end of it to just very gently touch the lid. And as the lid cracks open, you see these little shiny white things. And you <laughs> hear <sighs> as it opens and you see uh, this big purple tongue inside. It seems to be asleep.
1: okay, I back off real fast.
0: The the lid like, shuts, and then it
1: uh,
0: uh, does that thing that dogs do yeah. when they're just like, yeah.
1: Oh, I'm and aware.
0: You see it shimmy uh, a little bit, and it kinda, the whole box seems to just like,
1: settle. All right, well, not gonna go looking in there. Um I put the overwatch bag
0: <laughs> <gasps> yeah oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah it, it just goes in your your bag with your clothes, hey. yeah oh, I being a bad boy
2: sorry, give me out you guys continue. My cat is eating my tape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're gonna deal with that later uh, at the moment, Kit is concentrating on his spell in the. What is that? Okay. Uh in the hall, uh Silas and Marin are currently working out their outfits. Outfits. Um Marin has gone for something honestly a little more simple, uh the shoulderless black dress with the dark blue shawl. Um it's probably a little on the indigo side to go with the sort of purple. Um <laughs> Indeed. Um what are you two chuckle fucks doing?
1: I'm just doing.
2: We're I can't
1: do that. We have to do this after the wedding, during the reception. Then we can. Then we can shimmy. Okay. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you you try on all of your stuff. You get your your brooch, any jewelry you would like, and uh, change back into your normal clothes. Uh, and Joss comes out and says. Uh, would you like to see what he's wearing? Even if your outfit's a surprise.
1: Ah, sure. Is that fair? Does that seem fair? Whatever.
0: I mean, that's usually how it goes because... I don't know, it's just a thing people do. Um, but yeah, he steps aside. And, uh, Silas steps out in, um... It probably wouldn't be crazy different from what he was wearing. Um, he has a f- nice black shirt. Um, you do see he switched to his fingerless gloves because he will not go gloveless in public. Um, he is wearing a very trim, uh, like with the uh across the... You know how vests have the belt in the back? Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of... Uh, vest a little bit longer Um, he has a uh, silver chain across the front because he always carries a pocket watch Um, and uh, the vest itself is kind of similar to Kit's Um, uh, a little on the longer side Kit's vest doesn't have like the tails unless you want them to okay Um, well Silas's doesn't Um, and it's in the same shade of blue uh, sort of indigo as your shawl uh, and has the nice sort of brocade pattern. And, uh, unlike his usual attire, he has now added a tie. Uh, a white tie. Um, and, uh, he has his hair just pulled back as normal. Uh, it looks like Joss actually, like, trimmed up his facial hair a little bit because it was getting a touch scruffy. Mm. Um, and, uh... It doesn't look too different from what Silas would normally wear, but the quality of the fabric is definitely better. Um, and it's even better tailored than his normal stuff. He looks more comfortable. Um, but it just- it, this style has always suited him. The Constantinian, modern, but simplified style. And he sort of, like, opens his arms and motions to himself. He's like, it's not a big change, but he said it should be something understated.
1: Uh, I walk up to him and I kind of, like, like, straighten out his clothes a little bit and I go, it's not bad luck to do this, right? And I just kiss him.
0: Um, <laughs> he he kind of chuckles when you pull back. He's like, um, I don't believe so. I believe it's the, uh, seeing the bride in her oh. outfit before the wedding. but Okay, um,
1: and then I kiss him again.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, just, thank you, I was just about to ask. Uh, and Joss <laughs> chuckles. He's like, do you two want me to leave you alone?
1: No, 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 it's fine. Plenty of time for that later.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Away. Oh, but, uh, yeah, Joss is just like, oh god, a couple that's actually in love. That's nice. And it just went Australian did get, again. Do um, you get a lot yeah, of couples
1: that aren't in love? That? Well, yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yep,
0: he's still Australian. Yeah. Me mother's
2: a beer! Me <laughs> yeah.
0: mother's a beer! <laughs> you two are in love, it's so strange. Most couples <laughs> that come through here just aren't. Um, no, I have to be more high energy to be Mer- Merida. Um Says, well, Lord Arnulf has, uh, he does a lot of, uh, well, he doesn't do a lot of weddings, but uh, some of the ones he does are more for, uh, political intrigue uh, oh. peace talks that sort of thing it's usually not bad but love isn't very common amongst um, you know the upper crust and uh, Silas nods he's like don't I know it
1: yeah from what I've seen it's not very genuine
0: and Silas looks at you he says ours almost wasn't so this is quite a nice change
1: yeah, do you remember that, when I hated you? I do. <laughs>
0: very, very detailed. Yeah. <laughs> you just Did love ever to apolog- tell me everything that was wrong with me.
1: Did I ever apologize for that?
0: Um, no. Hmm. Don't, don't do it now. It, It's not, no.
1: Okay. I won't, I wasn't going to. <laughs> I'm joking. <sighs>
0: It's like I No that's why I'm marrying you Alright Um, <clears throat> Where's
1: Kit I don't know He just ran off somewhere
0: Typical um, yeah. And he looks at Joss um, <laughs> You're not there uh,
2: You just hear Kit scoff From the other side of the portal
0: uh, He looks at Joss and says Is there anything else we need to pick out And Just shrugs and says, Unless there's something you want your guests to wear, I thought it was going to be more of a casual occasion. Um, I've got everything I need. Perfect. Well, uh, enjoy the rest of your... I imagine you're going to the kitchens next. Um... Chef Zuka is, um... He's a cunt. Have fun. And uh, he turns and walks back into one of the wardrobes, and you watch as Silas, like, turns and looks, and suddenly he's back in his old clothes. He's like...
2: Did he call him a carrot? A card. Oh, card. (laughs) card. I wasn't sure if you said carrot or cunt, and I was like, what did you say? He's a cunt. Card. Okay. Yeah, in Scottish. God, that could be a lot of words. Yeah. Um...
0: But yeah, you guys make your way back through the portal. Kit, what do they see?
2: So, this is exciting. So I cast hallucinatory terrain. Oh, it's and
3: warm. oh no.
2: And so as you walk back out of the portal, um, I'm imagining that our that the wedding is taken. The altar is like taking place on that circular stone. Yes. Okay, so what I've done is I've created a 150-foot cube, uh, which should take most of the room, if not all um, of it.
0: 150 foot?
2: No. Yeah.
0: Uh, that would not cover most of the room.
2: But it should cover, like, the altar and everything and, like, all that front space, right? Wait, how big is the room? I Whatever. don't know. Yeah, we'll Pull just it say up for and the... I'll, I'll make a thing.
0: We'll just say for purposes, yes, it covers the whole hall okay.
2: because... covers the room
0: story purposes fun
2: uh so what i have done is i've used your color choices and i have covered the entire room in uh an illusion of plants like wildflowers the lavender and the goldenrod that you chose i've also created an altar like those altar arches <clears throat> i don't know what they're called I've created, yeah. oh, okay. I've created I've created them completely out of vines and like pumpkins. So the vines are curling up and, and and all the vines are like curling against the walls and across the tables and stuff like that in an art nouveau style. Mm-hmm. So if you think like Whipstaff Manor from Casper, mm-hmm. and they've got all those curly cues and everything going on. So mm-hmm. everything looks very Elven. Very mm-hmm. Elven. Yeah, very Elven. But uh yeah, it's all in the shades, the colors that you picked and I've shifted even the vines slightly so they're not as green. I've shifted them more towards the golden color. Ooh. So everything kind of matches and comes together. Yeah.
0: PS, the arch mm. is called an arbor.
2: Oh, the arbor. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So it's all it's just this beautiful Art Nouveau and instead of stained glass and things like that, there's just different colored leaves and flowers that have bloomed like in the spaces of the vines.
1: Oh, wow. I, I come out and I see it, and I'm just like, is this what you've been doing while we were in there? hmm This is wonderful. It's great. This is...
2: It's not much, but it's what I can do.
1: I won't give you a hug two days in a row. That is my gift to you.
2: Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Generosity. (laughs) And this will be here for 24 hours, so take as long as you want to be here the whole time. And you can't hurt it because it's not real. I don't
1: think we're going to have a 24-hour ceremony, but thank you. Reception
2: could last a while.
1: With the phalan, who knows? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, Silas actually steps up, and he... Regardless of what you say Puts his hand on your shoulder, Kit Says mm. Thank you, Kit
2: Yeah, yeah You're welcome
0: And he glances back at Maren And like leans in to whisper He's like Really Thank you for
2: making this special for her mm-hmm. It's for you too, buddy
0: uh, it's, it's for her
2: Oh, okay Well, I mean I could throw in a few like I don't know. Do you need like some black vines thrown in to like make you feel more at home?
1: What are you two whispering about over there? Uh,
0: kissing. Don't worry about it. And he yeah. steps away. Right. Um Anyway, shall we meet this strange chef apparently?
2: Yeah, I'll come with you I to guess. the food. Uh, yeah, they,
1: he warned me that he's a little bit weird, so...
2: So we've had the people-eating tree, and now we've got a weird...
1: There was a chef. mimic in my uh, in my dressing room. That do was they almost have, bad.
2: Do they have a cleaning staff here? Like, what does... Well, wow. Have, literally I literally see
0: a hundred kobolds.
2: Yeah, but none Why of them th- take care of the dangerous shit.
0: <laughs> it's because the dangerous st- stuff is part of the fun
2: oh super fun so much fun day. Yeah.
0: I mean you guys <laughs> didn't even notice that one of the tailor's desks was also a mimic and one of the wardrobes oh. was a mimic oh. they're all pets
2: oh. <laughs> oh my god that's pretty cute
0: um uh yeah uh so you guys make your way